boy, it's good to be back. It has been since, wow, end of July since we last recorded a podcast here. I'm glad to be back here recording another Tip of the Tower podcast, and I got some help with me today. We got, to my right, we got Richard Lee Sam, special guest. Well, he doesn't write for Tip of the Tower, he did decide to come on. He'll say we try to kidnap him, but that that's not, no, that, that didn't happen. How did I get here? That definitely happened. And then right in front of me, we have Tyler Partridge, uh, staff writer, baseball connoisseur. And then to my left, we have Austin Owens, a hockey guy. Just going to flat out say a hockey guy. Barely a hockey guy. I didn't, I didn't know I was supposed to comment after you introduced me. <laughs> you, you were, you were, I would have had you something witty ready. You yeah. throw it in when you see Also Don't resides worry. in a pear tree. Yeah. <sighs> but apparently it's a family as well. I don't know. That's why <laughs> I was sold today. We were a singing family back in the 70s. It was a great time. It like, was. Yeah. Youth. And, of course, my I'm David Morissuti. Uh It's a new podcast. Some of the same old feeling from the last time because we're going to be talking your Toronto sports. And why not start with the hottest sport in town, hockey? Wait, with there's the a Toronto. hockey team in Toronto? Uh, apparently. And apparently there's this guy named Austin Matthews that either doesn't get talked about enough or we talk about too much. I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> it's getting hard and hard to tell start, every day. Oh, did Richard have his mic turned off by his laptop? Rookie five mis- jokes already, and then nobody heard. <laughs> it's gonna be a really <laughs> long, awkward pause. <laughs> I was just David like, "What is going nobody. on right there?" This is a worse start than the Oilers. Uh, oh, I, oh, 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 oh. I have no beat writers breathing down my head. Shout out my boy Eric Friesen. Oh boy, <laughs> oh. yeah, burn. Yeah. So the Leafs win last night, six to three, against the Detroit Red Wings to push their record, push their record to six and one on the season. I don't know about you. I would not have imagined six and one right out of the gate. All at the same time, the way they're playing, it doesn't even surprise me that they're six and one out of the gate. I mean, like it's not even like they're getting lucky. It's like they're outplaying teams. Like, well, like, not even just outplaying teams. They're talent. They're just. I don't even know if it's a word saying out talent. Like their talent is making them play to a, a level that other teams just can't match. Well, like that game against the Hawks. Like in the first period, there was just like a lot of like crap luck, and then after that, it was like the Matthews and Nylander show. Just up and down the ice, and it was crazy. And like, they're like legitimately outplaying everybody, just like, and it's off to the races for them. This isn't like the 2013 team where they're getting outshot like 50 to 20 mm-hmm. and still holding on. Like, they're actually, like, there's some semblance of a system. Yeah, didn't that, that 2013 team, they also started off 5-1, and one, I Thank you, I James believe. Reimer. A lot of that was not because of what some other <laughs> the players play. It was a lot because of what James, the, that angel. From James was the, dragged everybody's yeah. ass into the playoffs that year. That was the brutally outshot era of Maple Leafs. Oh, they got yeah. saved by their goaltending. Oh, Steve Dangle used to say the line that uh, Garden Angel Robot from Winnipeg, I believe it was, sure. in his LFR videos. Yeah, so, yeah. Steve, if you're listening, we do remember those He's years. He's not listening. He's a sportsman now. He's, <laughs> He's big time. He's big time. He's, he doesn't care about a small folk. But <laughs> I will be sending this to him, so <laughs> he'll prove you wrong. But oh. um, last night, now, to be fair, I mean, Curtis McElhinney was to in that. To be fair? But to be fair, I mean, <laughs> last night fair. was one of those games where... Don't hold any punches, people, David. Oh, people, lay into them. <laughs> lay into oh, them. Look, because, look, I'm not going to lay into the least because it's hard to knock a 6-1 and one start, but last night... I, I've seen. We know they could play better than what they did last night. Yeah, but it was a back to back, right? And it's like fair. It was yes, it was a back to back. They also fair. traveled too. Okay. 
One more yeah. fair joke. And You're the one that's making the bad jokes. Don't put this on me. I did it first, all right? <laughs> the one thing I will say, the reason why I brought up last night is because when I was doing some research on winning in Washington, because that was a big deal. They hadn't won there in like four years. I can't believe they shut them out. Like They I were all over, the over them. Like I tweeted, take the over tonight, and what? They waited until What the, was the over in that game? You it, mean, was, it was five and a half, and they scored two goals, and they shut out. Washington. That goal, that game though, could have been one of those well, six-five I mean, games because of all the chances and missed just, chances yeah, they too. They just kept on missing the net on both sides. It's like, should we make the net bigger? Like, is, <laughs> oh. is that what the league wants? Don't tell the goalies that. Unfortunately, no, just make the pad smaller. Sounds right. Just leave the game alone. <laughs> that too. But <laughs> stop touching my sport. <laughs> Your stupid penalties and the crap icings and whatnot. But the reason why I bring up. The whole road and home game. I was doing some research. Frederick Anderson, this is more about Anderson's stats. At home, he is a totally different goalie than when he is on the road. But then last night's game with McElhinney and Nett, I honestly think it's the way the team plays defensively at yeah. home versus yeah. on the road. Well, I mean, did you see the goal that Zetterberg scored on McElhinney? It was like... It was a bad. Oh, he overcommitted. Like, he, like, he was playing a shot from like the goal line, and then yeah. like... He Zetterberg didn't like. He didn't even think of that, and then he just like he. He was the, just like, "Oh, you're doing that? that? Okay, let me do a wraparound to now." Be fair, like, he, like more he fair? did make. Yeah, no more. No. Um, he did make a few great saves, right? Like, just like like two minutes after that, like got off a goal, like he huge pad save, right? Yep. Oh yeah. McElhaney could have let the Wings take the lead. I mean, I know that they got back into the game, but. I mean, he's a backup, and yep. although he seems shaky like most nights, it's like he did the job. He got the win. Right? Oh, yeah. Did a That's much better job than uh, Jimmy Howard allowing four goals on the first five shots of the game. What happened to Red Wings goaltending? Oh, P- Peter Morazic got a pretty good a first save. Thing. <laughs> Past that, I mean, really, if you think, like, I'm trying to think back when they, you know, when they won the cup, it was Chris Osgood. Who is like <laughs> Vernon back when, when they Dom won the cup? Hashik. Back when they won the cup, twenty seventeen. Now that's a yeah. while ago. But I mean, no, they had those two years against the you know the back to backs with the Pittsburgh Penguins oh, in the yes, finals. Oh yes, oh seven, oh seven, oh eight, or oh eight, oh nine, oh eight, oh nine. Because twenty ten was Chicago. Twenty ten was Chicago. Three and six started. So, a part of me thinks I don't. I mean, Nick Lishum retiring also put a big damper in that too. Because I, I honestly think, I mean, you look at the way the Babcock system works, you don't need, I mean, you have Nick Listrom, you're going to obviously use him as a number one defenseman, but the Leafs have been getting by right now without that stud, Eric Carlson-like number one defenseman. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, did Detroit ever really have a, was Chris Osgood really that good? You no, have Nick I mean, Lidstrom and Nicholas Cronwall as your top pair, you're not giving, and Jonathan Erickson I'll and Jakob Kindle. Chris wasn't as good as Hashik. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> guys, I will no longer be appearing on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Mike is on now. Oh, man. We've single-handedly derailed our podcast <laughs> in 15 minutes. Congratulations. Of the studio by security. <laughs> we do have security here, so that is a, that is a possibility. One phone call away. But, yeah. We'll I'm just going to have the sound effect ready for when the just, next pun comes. Just going to take some time for that to happen because security's not as always quick to respond. They're but, on strike. Yeah. <laughs> But we'll not get into that, please. Um, but no, just to finish up on this Red Wing stuff. I mean, you think Hashik, yeah, he was – I mean, Hashik was near the end of his career. Osgood, yeah, not a great goal. But you look at – I think the big reason why the Red Wings were as good as they were was not just because of their blue line, but because of what Babcock got up front 
yeah. from guys like Zetterberg and Dastuk, who were those dominant players in both en- both ends. And Holmstrom and Franzen were yeah monsters in those playoff runs. N- exactly, and well, they I just, feel like they were like really complete team, just top to bottom. Yep. just everyone did what they. Oh, know. that's no no taking away from the Red Wings. Uh, I'm just saying, Chris Osgood, he won them that cup, but. It's a lot of people say you just need league average goaltending and a solid team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's more the guys in front of him. But now, I mean, and I mean, and now that brings you to Toronto, where it's like, yeah, Ma- Austin Matthews is probably turning into one of those. I mean, he's. I think he's in a class different than what Zetterberg was, just from what I've seen so far. But you're. I'm. What I'm noticing more from his game is not what he's doing in the offensive zone. And I think the gaming in Washington, like definitely the game in Chicago was the big one. Well, so like, what he's doing at both ends. Yeah, like people notice what he does in the offensive zone. Like it gets gift all the time. Like we see it on Twitter like immediately. But it's the transition. It's just getting back and playing defense. It's mm-hmm. breaking up passes. It's He does everything. Yeah. He does everything. And he scored 40 last year. So it's and, like. And somebody on the broadcast, I don't, I don't know if it was last night or the game before, pointed out that Zach Hyman uh, is always always touted as this guy that gets Matthews and Nylander the puck. Matthews has no trouble on his own getting the puck. Look at his puck retrieval. is yeah. next level. I, I, think, I think where Babcock is going with this old Hyman thing is, is in the offensive zone. You want Matthews to be in the position to score, not but in the position always trying to retrieve pucks. Hyman hasn't even played that bad this year. Like No. Like, we know him as someone with, like, stone hands, but he's, he's kind been, of only had I one mean, goal that he's actually scored. The other I two mean, have been shot off of him. Well, the goal against the Rangers was, like... That was that was Nylander's. Nice well, that but, second like, one was bad, though. He made a yeah. nice move on Lundqvist, nice. and then he just, like, waited. And, like, I'm not saying that he has to be at the level of Matthews no. and Nylander, because no. that's unfair to everyone. <laughs> I mean, those two but, were top ten, top ten picks. I mean, Nylander was probably a top five talent that dropped to the yeah. Leafs. And, I mean, I might get some heat for this, but I feel like Jaime can hold his own on that line if, we keep, if he keeps doing what he's been doing. But, I mean, we've seen, like, no, it, I don't think it's a reach to say that because I think people have softened on the idea. Because <laughs> now, unfortunately, we're talking about Mitch Marner you know, a top, another top five pick yeah. playing on the fourth line. Yeah, but that won't last long. No. That won't last it's long. Um, but I don't know if it's going to be changing anytime soon because I, I don't think it will. Hey, um, Connor Brown is a luxury. Connor Brown. Yeah. I mean, well, it's like it's not like you're going and putting like a random fourth line plug. It's like, all right, Connor Brown will hold the fort until Marner's ready to go again. And Marner didn't look that bad last night, and even like the game before. It's he still doesn't look like the normal. Martin that we're used to, but I don't no. think he'll stay there that long. The I'm doing a write-up for last night's game right now, and the one thing I said with Mitch Marner, because I touched on him a little bit, is Mitch Marner's not going to come up to the Marner, Marner, the Bozak, James, and Reemstack line, because Connor Brown hasn't given Mike Babcock a reason to take him out of the top six. He's been so good. He scored another one last night. I mean, he plays a 200-foot game, and he's he works with that line. I don't necessarily think Marner's the problem. I think Bozak and Van Riemsdyk are not ideal at finishing off Marner's passes. I would, one thing I will say, and I'll bring a point to what you were pointing, I don't think the, the Leafs have a top six anymore. It's a no. top nine fourth line. They roll four well, lines. I mean, they roll three top, pretty much three top six. <laughs> four, like If you look at the other team's top six, the Leafs had that one through nine. They roll 11 the forwards line. and Matt Martin. When you put Patrick Marlowe with... A guy that scored 30 last year and call that your third line? Like, the Leafs uh, have depth. Put, yeah. put Marner with that like, line. It's not like it's <laughs> Bozak, Kessel, JVR, and then, you know, yeah. and friends. 
It's like in France. Yeah. yeah. So do you guys think this is like sustainable? Right now they lead the league I, in goals by a decent amount. Oh, I think on it's pace for like 400 goals. <laughs> I think it's I don't know if they're going to be record scoring, but they're going to be the top offensive team in the league or top at least top 3. What is what is the number that they were going after? Is it Oilers in the mid 80s? Oh, that fuck yeah. ha, that have the latest from most goals? Yeah, 446. Sorry. <laughs> 446 is the I record. Think, okay. Yeah. So, I think we've opened up the That's, that's talk not going to happen. Well, the, I mean, like it's not sustainable. You can't really expect six goals a night. Yeah. But what I like is the fact that it's been consistent play. It's mm-hmm. not like they wait back, wait back, wait back, scoring a breakaway, wait back, wait back. Like there are some shifts where it's like they're hemming a team in. Yep. They're not scoring, but it's like, wow, what a shift. So yep. I think that's why, I mean, we have reason to be optimistic is because they're playing different. They're they're actually outplaying people consistently, not just like, mm-hmm. f- like flash in the pan, Matt Fratton, huge, like, like hey. shooting percentage. Hey, I know hey, that, hey. that that overtime goal in Buffalo, though. <laughs> Matthews that won't was a nice keep goal. up this like shooting percentage, but the way he's been playing, it's like yeah. he'll, well, he'll be good. But, again. but you look at the goals he's scoring; he's making it look effortless. But those are unreal goals. Yeah. Well, there's there, there's something that they mentioned on <clears throat> the Sportsnet broadcast last night of he changes the angle before he yeah. shoots it. Mm-hmm. We know he has a good shot, but if he's messing with defenders and goals like that. Yeah. He's not 20 years old. What no. is, this is a 35-year-old veteran that's just <laughs> still sniping. Right, he has such a quick or release, and he's switching the angle he's, a millisecond before he lets it go. He's some that's sort ridiculous. of cyborg sent sent from the future Honestly, to, to save the NHL. That that I don't know if anyone else has come up with that theory. I think, but I think with the least I think money, possible. I think with the least money, they set up some sort of facility in Arizona because yes. that's the only way There's I can no explain. No salary cap on cheating, right, folks? <laughs> <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently okay, no. that was a joke. Yeah. Um, I'm not Joffrey Lufel. Please don't. <laughs> Attack me. <laughs> I don't have a lawyer. I'm just a student. <laughs> but Take it easy. I mean, just to go back, I know this is, I mean, the whole reason I'm talking about this is with Marner. I mean, you talked about Van Rienzak and Bozak maybe not being the right finishers. There was that one power play last night where, Bo- where Marner made an unreal play, and both JVR and Bozak whiffed in the I, same I messaged you immediately sequence. after that. <laughs> no, that happened more than once because I remember yeah, yeah. I tweeted a happy Gilmore gift, just tap it in. I was very I was very confused of why you tweeted that and then you I think, the replay. and then I watched the replay I'm like yeah just tap, tap well, it in. well like then again you probably saw it like five hours later because of the damn algorithms yeah. oh well but let's not get see, into that's I, a new topic for another time I'm a fan of Tyler Bozak and I like what he does but I've said it a couple times just to people around that we talk hockey with he might be the worst player I've ever seen at finishing cross-crease passes. He yep. whiffs on at least one to two a game. Who's worse, him or Hyman? Oh, I played the I think, well, but, like, Hyman had that had one chance, I think, yesterday where I honestly think Matthews was trying to pass it to Nylander, oh my, but it stuck. went in front of Hyman, and he was like, oh, yeah. oh it's going that to me by a, a I might have been an accident. He's, I'm my just, time to shine. That was the happiest day of his life right there. Oh, God. Oh, God. But, like, watching it's that play develop, it was like these guys were, like, scrimmaging. Like, yeah. Matthews dropped it back. Matthews and Nylander know where they are at all times. It's like, this is scary. I've, I posted, I mean, uh, I, I mean, many of you probably know uh, Jeff Lohr on Twitter. He's doing a great job of, you know, putting those. I 
We call it GIF or Jeff. Just just, just call it GIF because that's okay. what everyone calls it. Don't be that guy. Okay, I'm just, I have to be that. Don't try and reinvent the I wheel have, here. I'm just. I just want to make sure I'm not going to get. I don't. Nobody's going to yell at you. Okay. If you yell at someone, for well, calling you're kind of yelling at me you right are now. Literally just the saying. worst person. No, shut up. Uh, you did a lot of I don't count. Right? But I mean, <laughs> he, Richard says it. The, the reason why I bring that up is because there was a GIF of Nylander in the offensive zone against uh, Washington, where he is just making defenders chase him. I think it was Tim Connolly was. Uh, Tim Connolly. Tim Connolly. <laughs> Brett wow. Connolly. Wow. Washington's in trouble. I'm so sorry, Number Leafs fans, for bringing up that name. I, I had Marley's captain, Tim Connolly. <laughs> My bad. Okay, Brett, Con- Brett Connolly. Yeah. Just, just scrap the episode. But Brett Connolly <laughs> uh, chasing Nylander. I mean, at this point, if I'm a defender, I'm not chasing Nylander. Just, just tell the next guy you got him. Well, because you'll find something better and embarrass everyone. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I mean the way because Nylander is a shifty mover. Matthews is the guy that's just going to find a way to use his goddamn, I don't know how to describe his physical gifts that he has. Are we allowed to, to say goddamn? Magic, what? Are we allowed to say goddamn? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Goddamn it. Just clarifying. Yes. I mean, just like the way he's able to get open and they find it, like the way they find each other, I know many people, I don't know if you remember the days where the Sedins were actually like oh, God like sent. Like between the legs, drop Hashtag passes to each other. <sighs> that Yeah. That's, Ginger magic. They have an unfair advantage because they have that weird twins bond. Oh, yeah. Right? That, yeah. That's, so that's, that's like something else. You're talking about Matthews and Nylander always knowing where each other are. Maybe are on the ice. Maybe right? there's just something Maybe they, they did in a year something what the, in the Leafs took water. 33 years to do. Yeah. Neander yeah. was born in Alberta, so like maybe there's just some like Canadian Canadian aunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got something weird. <laughs> that was my favorite part of Don Cherry ripping the Leafs that year for not drafting a Canadian. It's like, well, technically, technically, <laughs> if we want to be technical just about it, just because he wears a Sweden jersey, <laughs> he's a good Calgary boy. What do you mean? <laughs> good Canadian yeah. kid. <laughs> Canadian His name's Willie. He goes to the. The uh, what's it called? The stampede every year. <laughs> yeah, it's as Canadian as they come. But okay, so they beat Detroit. Who? I mean, I look at their record. They were, I think, they were four and one going into that game. I mean, they had a. I'm just like I'm like Detroit. That's like a, one of those like phony records where a lot of teams that should be good haven't been good. Teams yeah. that are not good have somehow small sample size record. It's just small sample size record. That's a good way of putting it. Yep. Like the three and one Bills. Hey, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> we're not, not we're, we're not going to do that today. We are yeah. not going to slander yeah. the Bills, all right? If Richard's actually. have a winning record, I will fight anyone. <laughs> I just mean, we are technically, so technically Buffalo is part of the of the tip of the tower, uh, lands, you know, it landscape. So if. Shady McCoy, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> he's not listening. He's, he's, not, no, he's, he's not listening. Maybe he He's is. big time. He's like Steve Dangle. He's not listening either. Do you imagine Shady him McCoy. and Steve he's Dangle are listening at home together? In like the same house. Shady went down to Oshawa. Just for funsies. Yeah. They live in the same... The same <laughs> Shady house. lives in Oshawa. Would Shady even know what Oshawa was? Sounds yeah. like a gave sitcom. gave the map to Oshawa. Exactly. <laughs> for his sake, I hope he doesn't know. Burn to <laughs> Oshawa. But I, mean, I like how every time the Leafs have been playing a team like... Okay, it first started with Chicago, where it's like, okay, if the Leafs are really good, let's see how they do against yeah. Chicago. It's like, how many games into the season was that? I almost thought that you know, like it was going to be an overreaction either way, because I thought that there was a chance that the Capitals blew out the Leafs, and it was like a humbling game. Yeah. No, Anderson played well. It was like, all right. That's what somebody I somebody asked me before the game. Sorry to cut you off there, Dave, but um, they asked me who do you think you have in this game, and it's like realistically Washington, but no Toronto. You have Toronto as a neutral journalist. You always have Toronto. Do you really take Toronto with Ov firing the way he is? And Hell yes. Nets off with a lot of points. 
I mean, you don't. <laughs> I'm I'm not saying I didn't think the Leafs were Dave going just to win. Like, yeah, you take Look, but the way the way I think of it is, people haven't realized how to stop Ovechkin yet. But guess what? You stop Ovechkin. <laughs> people you stop that line. People haven't realized how to stop Ovechkin yet. It's been like what. 11 years. It, you know, <laughs> I can't, can't, yeah. can't stop I'm, That was probably the one thing that Ovechkin surprised me the most was the way that they were able to keep Ovechkin off the scoring chart. But he had his chances. I, yeah. I and so did about, TJ Oshie. And, I mean, like you can only hold guys like that guys like that down for so long. And yeah. did a yeah. pretty good job can, of it. Can I go completely off topic? Not completely off topic. Still sure. in hockey. Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> just talking about the Washington Capitals and how they have so many amazing Russians. Uh, is this not a great Having the first Olympics, uh, the first Olympics in a few years that uh, the NHL is skipping it, is this good news for Canada that these Russians aren't allowed to go beat us uh, no. for the gold medal? Mm. <laughs> Russia's still a runaway in the Olympics. Look, look, I will say this: Russia will find some way to lose in those Olympics, <laughs> even without the NHL players there. I, I love that so much, and it's so bad because <laughs> I love. Russian hockey, but at the same time, it's like when they lose, it's hey. like. Have you seen how Kovalchuk and hockey. are firing in the K right now? It's ridiculous. If we want to really get into the topic of Russian hockey and how it plays with the Leafs, let's talk about the Russian godsend that is Nikita Zaitsev. Because people talk about Matthews, they talk about Nylander. Not only is Zaitsev playing better after getting that contract, and people are like, oh, seven years, that's. Ridiculous like for a player like, like him. Scarred from seven-year contracts. Apparently, course. seven-year contracts should never be given yeah. out with well, the mean, way people are talking about it. But the real reason why I bring it up, and I hate to be that guy, but he is the one that has to be pretty much the babysitter for Jake Gardner. <laughs> I was at the home opener, and I said, listen, I love Jake Gardner, but you have to have someone there that always makes sure that he's, you know, like... I love Jake Gardner, but I also hate Jake like, Gardner. <laughs> there are times where, like, he just... Goes wild and it's like, all right, someone needs to make sure that like everything at home there, is fine. There <laughs> so, was there was a point in last in the, the game against Detroit, and you guys saw it. It was the third goal where Gardner. I don't know what he was looking at. Sometimes like, I wonder what he is thinking in the defensive <laughs> zone because he he was skating around. Zaitsev was going for the puck, somebody with the puck, and ran over Gardner. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. And that was on and the that, goal and line. that led that to good. and that led to that third goal. Like people think, oh, McElhaney got screened. Where there, there was a reason why the, it got that play was so. I don't even know how like how to describe it. <laughs> the reason why it got clusterfucked like that. I'm going to use that word because I think yeah, that's oh, what it was. Another f bomb. Yes. Uh, because well, I think for this. Racy. I think for this for this <laughs> part, it's racy, not racist. It, it's needed hey. because not racist. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying, well, David. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, what I was saying was that uh, wow, uh, the whole gardener that. I just think in his own zone, you, you, he has to just think less. Oh, yeah. Don't overthink it. When Jake Gardner gets the puck in his own zone, Eye of the Tiger starts playing in his head. <laughs> he thinks he can beat the world. That is actually- he'll try to go around everyone, and then it's like he looks up and the puck's just um, <laughs> and like then it's a two on one. five feet away from him. But, but you know what? When, there, when he does have the puck in the offensive zone, I think that's like where he is most dangerous. Magic. Just magic. He's magic. Yeah. That's where yes, a guy like him is very valuable. But as a defenseman, <laughs> and I know we are moving past this whole stable stay-at-home defenseman. I I understand you need to be able to drive the play and all that stuff. But I also want a guy that will not leave. That when the puck is fired at my goalie, my instinct is not to stare and wait. My instinct is let me help my goalie in some way. Just like I think it was the rebound on 
Was it the Tatar goal? I don't oh, know if he was on no, for that. that. Was, who was that? Who was that? Yeah, it was but, no, but that wasn't really. But like Kainer. that's that's like, the watched it. Yeah, the that's spot. the example I'm using. Well, Him and other Leafs defensemen have been caught puck watching. That goal mm. was so, except they don't do anything when the puck goal was is there. Bad because it was just Hainsey on the backskate. Tatar yeah, shot it around it was, and then it was beat Hainsey. him around to the rebound. So okay, now I remember. Hainsey tried to block the shot, but yeah. I believe oh, Gardner yes, yes, was yes. And then, on the ice for that, and he and Garden, Gardner was uh, no, Gardner but, was over on the left board, yeah. um, trying to cut off Larkin. Up. The puck was just in the slot. And it was like yeah. Well, I mean, what are you gonna? I, so yeah. I mean, I'm not putting that goal on Gardner because I don't. No. I can't remember if he was on. the No, ice. he he had to run down Dylan yeah. Larkin. who's probably oh, a top Larkin. two, if not top five skater. I think he's like third behind like McDavid David. and David's yeah, just the McDavid's best at one. Everything. He's everything. he's got the way what? he just accelerated down that boards. I mean, Gardner had to commit to him. There's yeah. no. So I'm. I think Gardner. The I think the conversation of you know where his the future goes that's just way that's not even going to be questioned because Babcock uh, is. I still think he's been the best defenseman on the team. He and Zaitsev have been great. I think Zaitsev has been the best defender on the team. Well, yeah, all around defenseman. All around defenseman, I think, has been Zaitsev. I've been impressed with Riley's play, and I think a big reason for that. Has been knowing that Ron Hazney is his partner yep. and is always going is probably most likely going to be his partner the entire season unless a trade is made or Hazney gets injured. He's got that confidence to jump up the ice now because he knows somebody will be back there for him. Bring us Dowdy. <sighs> Tanev, let's go. Dowdy. Yes. That's so Austin brings up uh, the name Tanev. That's an, actually an article that I'm going to be working on soon. I'm not going to give you the full details because Dowdy. My Dowdy. issue with Doughty is, pri- is price. It is his yeah, price? True. I'd love, true. I'd love Doughty. Take take a guy. Who, I would rather get a guy that is a legit top four guy and doesn't cost you like a Doughty will. Who's yeah. going to get like? I don't know, but he is a Tanev bit older. Will still cost you a lot though. Tanev is on. I think he's signed for another three years at a really good price. It's just going to cost you yeah, a lot in the t- trade. Like, like you'll also be paying for that contract too, right? Just get Mike Green in free agency. Oh, like no. everybody wants. Let's not, let's not go. Goal score let's Mike not Green. go there. Yeah, let's not go with Mike Green. Could you imagine there. just letting Mike Green run loose again? Just Mike Green and <laughs> just Jake just Gardner shoot, on a pair together. Yeah. Uh, two righties. I don't think Babcock five would ever on that. Just back to back shifts. Um, yeah, I mean, and I think with uh, with the defense, I don't know how much longer it's going to last. But the whole Cali Rosen and Andreas Borgman. I think shuffle. I think that's the, baby. the Sweden shuffle. We'll call it. Um, I don't know how long that's going to last, but if I were to give an early prediction, because I think after ten games is where Babcock would make his choice. I think Borgman better suits what that bottom pairing needs, and I think Rosen is better off going to the Marlies, and I think that's where he is better off going. Just that's just my opinion, though. Speaking of all-around defensemen. What's Roman Polak up to? <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't finish that. I'm sorry. Look, but actually, <laughs> but the reason why, saying right now? But the other reason I'm Do I'm actually saying that is because I think there is a realistic point where Polak gets signed and is that seventh well, defenseman. I mean, like we were so sure it was going to happen. It's like it still hasn't happened yet. I Let's, think it's because if it, because of the way the contract situation is, and it's not going to happen. You, I don't think. I, he's, I, a, he's a slow defenseman coming off a broken fibula. I mean. He he is, but I mean, if you look at what the Leafs' big problem is, it's players getting in front of the goalies and nobody is willing to push them out of the way. Guess what? Yeah. Rowan Polak is your best bet to push a guy from in front of you. That now. just an abdicated goal. They were 
nobody in it. sight. And I was like, how is Babcock not like just beside himself? There was no defenseman covering Abdelkader. None. It's just, and it's not like the Leafs were shorthanded. Like, yeah, it, no, like it looked five. like a three on three. He just sat there, and I was like, is anybody gonna move him? Like at all? Like even yep. like the overhead. It's just him and he was. And he was basically in the blue paint up until the goal went in. I mean, like, or as close as you can get to the blue paint. That's the perfect goal too. Like that was a hundred percent clean. It was just yep. him in the oh, crease. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. like, what was McElhinney gonna do? Yep. You can't fight Nothing. a you can't fight a guy off in front of the net and stop the puck. It's got to be one or the other. Exactly. Um, brings us to what's next for the Leafs. What's next is the Ottawa Senators. It's a Stanley Cup, right? Am I right, guys? Where's the parade uh, going? What's the route? What's the route? Oh, it's with the way that Toronto traffic is. You may just have to tell everybody in the city to get out. <laughs> just shut down the Gardner. Yeah, I'll right, just do it there. Oh. There'll still be traffic on the Gardner. Yeah, but, it's, but what's going to happen is there's going to be a bump. On, you know, we're going to go over a bump on the Gardner. The cup is somehow going to fall off the float and fall on, shatter. Fall onto could just like a Because boat. that would be the most Toronto way for the Stanley Cup to get ruined. Couldn't well, I mean, then there, there'd be no hockey. It's just It's done. Can you imagine it they're would, just cruising along Leafs the win Gardner. a cup, and that is just at the end of the hockey. Universe the universe ends. Gardner just Leafs breaks, and everyone is, is it's uh, done for. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> that's Let's not put right that there. evil on that, Tyler. <laughs> Knock on wood. This guy wants a catastrophe. Yeah. Oh, if that geez. happens, I the go The next time the Leafs win the Stanley Cup, it just murders somebody. <laughs> yeah. Tyler would be under investigation if the Gardner ever uh, collapses during a break. You parade. heard it here first. <laughs> but. The Leafs will be traveling to Ottawa. Apparently, somebody in this room will be watching that game in Ottawa. I'm going to be intoxicated by 3 o'clock. Wow. No. I, 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 I was <laughs> like, I don't think it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's not to me. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be on Twitter. All, like, this is my first game as an away fan, like in any sport. Nope. And then you can't really call Ottawa an away fan because it's, <laughs> it's our second I, home. You know, there was, that, there was that article about the Leafs not having as many Saturday night games at home. And I felt like saying, how many of those Saturday night games are in Ottawa? <laughs> because that that you just pegged that at, as a, at home. You you all you just need to do is put a go, like the Leafs goal horn in Ottawa, and you pretty much got a Leafs home like, game. I, I I can't wait because I mean like last year it was okay. This team could be good. This year it's like this team is they good. came out of the <laughs> gate flying. Yep, and like the, they 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 have reason to cheer, right? Like it's like I mean aside from the goaltending, which has been eh. I, okay, I, w- one thing I'll say about the goaltending, it's been much better on the road than it is at home. Yeah. I, I, I still am that, under that impression that the Leafs get way too cozy at home, and that's why things have not gone the way. I mean, they've won games at home. They've only lost – I mean, the one they lost was just the worst performance I've ever seen from this team. How was that that game? <sighs> Unfortunately, Richard, but I remember – Richard goes to a lot of games. Richard somehow has found new money. I have three Leafs games for like the next ten years, and I decided to go them all, all in one, all in one in month. Three weeks. Yeah. He's like he, he's he would be the worst worst poker player. All in, guys, all in. Not even gonna save it. <laughs> so like check, 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 check. Just throwing it all to the middle. R- Richard just goes yes, three games, and he's like, so I only I don't have any more. I'm gonna be very sad on Sunday. Please do not try to contact me because I'm just gonna wonder why. Um, I can't have nice things. Ottawa anymore. does have a really, really nice. Um, there's a really good outlet mall right beside yeah. their stupid arena that's out in the middle of two highways. I'm excited, but you know, I, I, I believe like, there is a bus there if you need. But like, I don't I'm sure like, you've looked into this already. No, I'm just letting you like, know. I don't expect much from like the area because speaking to people, from you really shouldn't. <laughs> no. Ottawa, it's like like. It's in a field, isn't it? It's like you just can, like, it's no, it's it's literally in the middle of two highways. It's uh, it's out in Canada. Which yeah. is Canada? Canada, no. Canada. Canada, Ontario. 
Oh, Richard, you're gonna have a hard time. Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> tell people from Ottawa say it. Canada, Ottawa. Um, so um, I'm gonna be selling two tickets to the game. On Saturday. <laughs> yeah, there's a. I think somebody told me there's a shuttle that goes from. It's about 40 kilometers. Oh no, we're driving. Okay, that's good then. Tell my friend. Uh, they do have a parking lot. There's a parking be, lot in an arena, but that's it. I'm gonna be hammered just. And an outlet. the road trip. And that sums up the city of Ottawa. Big old parking lot. <laughs> Love parking lots. The downtown court is not terrible. I, I, I honestly don't feel so sorry. I mean, go it's going to be a good game to go to because it's going to be, I mean, Ottawa's playing really great out of the gate, especially without Eric Carlson. And I, I mean, like, these teams just hate. Well, I mean, not the and teams, the, but, like, the fans just hate each other. Oh. Twitter's going to be just. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Delicious. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you updated on the Twitter <laughs> talk. Just, I mean, like. People Beautiful. get so offended. Yeah. It's like it's just the internet. It's just banter. <laughs> that's, that's we're in 2017, Richard. Like, that's not the way it works anymore. The losing team's fan base is just gonna get like all snarky and just like offended and upset. And yeah. I love that so much. Oh, I, I have one better. I know. I mean, it's sorry you're going to Ottawa, but I'm gonna be going to Montreal in November. Have uh, and I I've been savoring yeah, the moment that I can see a game in Montreal. Not because I mean the Montreal the atmosphere I've heard is incredible, but because they have a true disdain for the Leafs fans that go there, and I just can't Their wait. Fans are not, yeah, fans. and and like, they're gonna kind of th- want to go, but like as a Leafs fan that's brown, I don't know if uh, <laughs> that's why. Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> no bueno. No. Uh, but but the best Awkward part about silence. this, <laughs> it's okay, man. Like you guys can laugh at that. It's, yeah. it's okay. Just... But but the best part about this um, is not because of the what the fan what the fans will try to chirp me in French, and then they're gonna realize I speak French. And I'll be able to respond to them, and it's oh. going to be so glorious. Ça va bien. Ça va bien. You know. Come see, going. come see. Uh, all, you know, you know, all I have to just say is we, Austin Matthews. Are we allowed to swear in French? Uh, exactly. <laughs> Tabernacle. I don't know. Yeah, then that's all everyone ever says about you know, Quebec <laughs> French. But I, I just can't wait. If somebody, You know what? It might even be easier when they try to chirp me, and all I have to just say is Austin Matthews. If the Leafs win that game and beat the Habs two times in a row in Montreal, oh my God. I might have to watch out for a second Montreal just, ride. No, but just I'm, please get back alive. Yeah, because someone is definitely trying to sucker punch you. Oh, they can try. Don't I mean, sell hey, too hard. I, I got a good story for you, actually. No, like sell you hard. What do you mean? No. Try to get uh, someone to punch. You. I mean, sell you okay. hard, but don't sell you but too no, I actually, hard. I got a really good story. Um, my, the re, I'm going with my cousin and my uncle and my brother. My uncle and cousin have been going to Montreal for quite a while. got the Italian delegation out. There's pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, there won't be. Well, if, you, if you've seen, if you've Never seen, mind, hard. If you've seen my cousin the size of him, you, I won't have too much of a problem. But, um, so uh, he's but not he, bringing the mob. No, but, but. <laughs> yeah, and and and, if, and people and anybody who's thinking like, there and anybody who's thinking like my cousin's is like that big fat Italian. No, he's like the cut lean Italian. So uh, it's the other this way around. Going to Montreal bodyguards. I'm going with yeah. one friend. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to Ottawa. That, that was the pre- not... that was the prerequisite for me going to Montreal. Is I needed to have my have my cousin. No, uh, so my cousin went. I believe this was oh, I can't remember how long ago it was, but he posted a a, a picture on Facebook. Of a Habs fan drinking a beer, like a, bo- a bottle of beer with a yep. straw in it. Oh, party! Yes. And, uh, and my and the Wait, co- and the and the caption allo- was, like you're legally allowed to do that. So my cousin, my cousin posted only only in Montreal would I find this, and then it started this whole. I'm not offended. You're offended. <sighs> Kind of yeah. It was no. It was. A, I'm offended that you're. Offended. Let, let's just say some uh, homosexual comments were made, and it got very. Emo- oh, those, those people, per- people got very worse. personal, and yeah. So just like, just people that get that angry over sports, it's like 
I mean, yeah. like, I love it wasn't movies. even over sports. That was the funny part. It was over a straw in a beer in a beer. I think it was either a beer cup or a beer. I yeah, can't so remember. So it was over it was, a way of life, I guess. Yeah, a wrong way of life. I'll say beer one thing about the Habs is Victor Met look. Victor Mete looked very good. He's bailing, are, he's bailing I know out we were Shea really Weber complimenting. from getting turnstile. Yeah. No, we're not. We're Everything not. about them is bad. I think I should have established the ground rules that we do not compliment. It's called tip of the tower. You know, like like CN Tower like Austin. Like CN Tower. Like yeah. Toronto, Austin. Yeah. We're only allowed to compliment cities that have prominent towers in them. Montreal <laughs> does not have Such one. As. Uh, <laughs> Seattle. Seattle. Oh, Paris. Seattle. Tell me about the city of London. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Pretty much it. Um, Are you right about Dubai? Yeah, why not? Do they do sports count? in Dubai? It's a tower. What do you mean it doesn't count? Do they do sports in Dubai? I, yeah. do not. I assume so. Cricket? Maybe. Oh, that's microaggression. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. Just microaggression. Throwing copious like amounts of cash. Don't they own all sport. the European soccer <laughs> teams? Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. I'm not that far off. Spending like, money is their sport. It's the, right? uh, it's yeah. the shin kicking championships <laughs> from uh, Dodgeball, lives. ESPN 8. <laughs> um, yeah. So I. Richard will be our our uh, correspondent at the uh, at the Leafs game. Listen, there's no guarantee I'm like coherent at any point throughout that game. <laughs> so <laughs> so gonna it's going to be really interesting. It's going to yeah, be exactly. very interesting. I, I I'm just very, at like two o'clock in the morning. Oh, listen to the Leafs, man. You know. I want you to just take like a an audio recording of the the arena crowd. Just do like, the go Leafs go chant. Just no, get just like add that. me on Snapchat. Add our yeah. Sam. Like tweet you. it. Oh, don't plug your at Snapchat. Our yeah, I like you need to snap anymore. None of you back. Yeah, <laughs> the last thing he needs is just to it's plug himself any more than he. I just, I'm just saying that's where they're going. <laughs> I'm not gonna t- tweet them and okay. get like in trouble for saying stuff. Well, uh, we are gonna be moving on because <laughs> I think the Leafs talk has gotten us uh, a little it too excited. Never goes long enough. Oh, I mean, you can, we could talk Leafs all we want, but I think uh, next week we'll definitely have a lot more to talk about. But next we'll be talking about the Toronto Raptors and. Just some. We're not. I mean, we're not going to talk too much on the Raptors because their season hasn't even started yet. But we're just going to give some quick uh, explanations about what we expect from them. All right, we are back here, and we we spent some time talking Leafs. We have to talk about the Toronto Raptors, who are starting their season against the Chicago Bulls. Very Bulls ooh. Sands. Mirchich and okay, so That's, that entire thing it was like, <laughs> oh man, did you see uh, the tweet saying I'm ready to fight for this job? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah from, uh, I remember that from him. Yeah, like and Portis goes and breaks the dude's face. He's out four to six weeks. He was really ready to fight for that starting job. Man, I don't. I, I think it's. I think we can be very. Uh, I think we can be happy knowing in Toronto we don't have players that will do that. I mean, because I'm just happy that yeah. we don't have to worry about the Bulls. I mean, they might win now that I said that, but like, Absolutely. there was a no. long time where like it was like the Bulls were the kryptonite. Man, I I just remember when the Raptors finally got over the hump against the Bulls, and I'm just like, it's the Bulls. I mean, I know Jimmy Butler is a wow. I mean, like seeing Jimmy Butler gone puts a big like sigh of relief for the Raptors. Dwayne I was Wade. I'm so happy when I saw that trade. Just Dwayne Wade now gone from the Bulls. I mean, if if people think the Bulls are going to somehow beat the Raptors, I, I mean, this is this should be an easy win for the Raptors. A good way to get your season started off. Should, but yeah. 
It's still the Raptor. <laughs> Tyler, it's like, yeah. oh, that's me too. I, I uh, thought you were saying my mic's on. Um, mic so wait, how long was your mic off? At uh, this entire About time. as long <laughs> as yours at the beginning. Yeah. But um, Wait, mine's off too? No, I'm <laughs> I'm looking. It's all red here for me. Okay. Um, this whole podcast is void. Um, we don't even they record. Should... We're just talking amongst friends. <laughs> yeah. they, they should be able to win, but, you know, it's just one of, as you said, the Bulls have had their number. They've. They beat Toronto ten out of eleven times the last, uh, I think, three You're seasons. Not just say it. Those so games are like, frustrating. Those, yeah, oh just yeah, watching. yeah, and they always those came down took to a toll on you, just especially a fourth quarter choking. Yeah. Especially Rapids when they added Miritich. Like and yeah. it's like, all right, yeah. all right, and then oh, well. someone's a dagger. And it would always be like Jimmy Butler, like he can't miss a shot, or and like it was he, Derek yeah. Rose before that, yeah. and. Taj Gibson and oh man, Joakim oh, Noah and Miritich. Miritich lit Everybody. the Raptors up for a long time. Everybody, yeah, yeah. But now we're turning a new. I mean, this is going to say a new leaf, but that's that's not the right, uh, not I, the right team. I don't know what you would. We're rapping. turning over the fossil. There we go. I'm somehow I'm making this. It's a, a new oh. rap. It's a new rap. Oh. No, it's a rap. It's it's a rap at the beginning. But it's probably a rap on the season unless Cleveland spontaneously combusts. This yeah. is this is where the point I was going to get, Fair enough. which is people were saying the East is getting going to get tougher. Got easier not, with the first game of the year. <laughs> oh, please don't remind that Richard is oh still. God. I'm I'm still rough. queasy about I've that. I've thought about that thirty times since the day started. <sighs> Man, it's, poor Hayward. Oh my! It was God. like seeing the Kevin Ware injury. No, just the worst. I mean, you're jumping. Probably. You're jumping <laughs> as a, as a, an elite athlete. I I think I, it's safe poor to say guy. Paul George's injury. When he did the same thing when as Kevin his, Ware, when his shin was on the ground, yeah, and his leg was like, oh, that geez. was definitely worse. But you didn't see it live like he did in this game. That no, was just something that I came think, out after. But I think the reason, like this hit injury, has hit home a lot, is because that was the opening night game. The storyline was LeBron and Kyrie, and he's like, he's a nice then, guy. He's and it was his Celtics debut. Say Celtics Gordon debut. Hayward. He signs that massive contract six minutes in. Season most likely done, I and mean, potentially they're shutting him down now. They're I hope surgery. Like this I hope they keep him out of. You know, like all season, like there's no like heroic comeback because it's like no. your ankle. <laughs> Bad like, idea. It's gonna be a while before he gets to walk again. It's gonna be a similar yeah. situation to George because they uh, everyone was ex- assuming George was gonna come back at the end of that season after the USA injury. No. I don't know how held he him out and then he had a leg or like ankle like that and then want to walk again. I'm like, just roll me around for the rest of my life. I don't want to <laughs> risk that ever again. I'm never jumping. I don't want to watch my foot five rows into the stands after a jump. Oh my god, just. Okay, you know what? New topic. I'm not. Oh yeah, I mean Raptors. It's very easy. We'll just talk about the actual team, the Toronto Raptors. Well, I mean, you have a guy on the Raptors that's coming off an injury. They didn't think he was going to start till November or December. OG Ananobi. OG Mm -hmm. looks like the real OG. OG. Like he he was supposed to be a top five, top ten pick from what I was reading before he had the was it an ACL tear? Yeah, it was a torn. It was, I believe, it was a torn ACL. Yeah, so he missed most of last season. Yeah, yeah, like the fair majority. But I, the Raptors got him late, and he's been unreal. This is where I think the Raptors have, st- like, for years. This is what they thought Bruno was going to be when they drafted him. Look, Please I'm, do not mention Bruno to me ever again. The, the, the what, Brazilian Kevin five Durant. Five years since he was two Toronto. years slash three years away from Hold on, like, let me let me check real quick. <laughs> Just keep, keep talking. I'll but check I mean, how many. You can't hate Bruno. Like, fucking look at Bruno. I believe he he's, so nice. I believe it's been four years, so now he's supposed to be Kevin Durant this year. Um. 
You yeah. heard it here first. So it's going to be a great season. Yeah. 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 Going yeah. all the way this year, aren't we? His, his <laughs> two minutes a game in garbage time are really going to make him the next Kevin Durant. Oh. <laughs> now, the reason why we bring up OG is because does this change the Raptors' outlook for the season, knowing you got him healthier than you expected? Well, I think, like, the thing about the Raptors is, like, they have this uh, Abaka Lowry. Um, DeRozan trio, right? Yeah, they've yeah. never really played together. They played together in the playoffs at the end of last year, but yeah. who knows how healthy Lowry actually was, right? Oh, that so was I think for them. I I haven't heard a lot about like people saying this is going to be the first, this is going to be the debut of this new look team, in my opinion. And then you're right, you got you got a bunch of new young guys that that could plug into these roles, uh, Dwight Powell, Anobi, these. I think there's more reason to be excited uh, about this team than past years, and I think youth is a big part of that. I, I think the issue with the Raptors has been you look at the big three, and I mean, I think like what are we saying the big three in Cleveland is now with Kyrie gone. It's LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Isaiah on the bench. Isaiah, on the, it's just like that's like superstar caliber, like unreal. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma City, you got you got Paul George. Russell Westbrook. Oh, and Carmelo, Ma- Carmelo Anthony. Like, and yeah, then what? oh, let's go over to the Golden State Warriors <laughs> for one second. You yeah. got Kevin Durant, Seth Curry, and then you have Clay Tom- Thompson, Clay Thompson. Yeah. and oh, Draymond. Then four All Stars in their starting lineup. And then let's go to Houston, where now you have James Harden and Chris Paul. Oh, and then let's go to San Antonio, where you have Lamarcus Aldridge, and then you got Kawhi Leonard. It's Anthony Parker. And Tony and Tony Parker is just. Uh, He's a guy that will never – he's the ageless gem. Yeah. And then you just go to the Raptors, it's Lowry, DeRozan, yeah. and Ibaka. It's like that that trio just doesn't give you that same feeling as those other superstar teams. And you have the you have those teams like uh, the Timberwolves and the oh. Bucks. Those are two teams like that it's real like – young talent just – seem like they're a step away from becoming, you know, the next super team, right? But Toronto's kind of in, in between uh, – I believe I have. That... I believe I have the calculation. I believe Bruno is one more year away. Okay. Oh, okay. So he was dra- it's settled. So he was drafted in 2014. So I believe at the end of this year, it might actually be this year that he's supposed to be ready. Okay. That's so good. somebody let me know if I'm wrong there. So plug. Right. So plug wait, um, but does Bruno lineup? know this though? I, feel I like mean, he, he looked good with Brazil before I'm he got kicked I'm off r- the team. I'm well, just what wa- if we all tweet him right now? Right, do you? No, f- are right you now. ready, dear Bruno? Dear I think Bruno. I think Bruno is That's just how I start all my tweets. I think Bruno has like circled on his calendar. Okay, guys, this is where I go. This See, is the, year the Raptors. This is the year. The Raptors this year have a lot of small forward depth. I would say because they've just locked up Norm Powell. Yep, he's Which probably going to play the three because he's uber athletic, and he can guard the three. If yeah. not, DeRozan will play the three, Norm will play the two. But I, I would assume DeRozan plays the two. Um, OG can sit behind Norm. He's going to get minutes. He will get minutes. Def- I think they're going to try to use him more for his defensive the, play. That's the big thing they drafted him for. They said he's yeah. a good good enough scorer, but what he's really, really good at is his defense. And he's rangy, and he's he looks like he has a long reach. So he should be able to yeah. close out on, on shooters very quickly. And We're then, not even talking about C.J. Miles oh, either. And I was just about to bring his name up. How good does he look from beyond the arc? Which I mean, I don't know if I can't remember the last time the Raptors had a guy like him that could be that that threat from Jason beyond. Capone. Yeah, I was gonna say oh. <laughs> Jason Capone. Oh, all those days. Andrea what Bargnani. Else did he do he just like <laughs> chucked up three? Or just yeah, but I think shot threes and collected. A Jorge Garbajosa. 
Now, Jamario Moon. Oh, my gosh. The 50-year-old rookie. Why do we have to bring – this is like when Leafs fans used to bring up old names from the past. Why do we have like, to do this I did that an hour ago. I mean, I John Pohl and Robert Reichler are my two favorite players, but you don't hear me talking about them. <laughs> Junkyard dog. I do. I do have a John Paul Pro Stock oh, stick God. at my house. Which but, is, I think we should move on now. I definitely. Yeah, think really, we should. We should. I, I, agree. I think. I think Raptors fans will be a little. <laughs> we're talking about the Leafs again. Okay, Let's back to CJ Miles. Guys. See, he had a quote. Uh, I think Good. it was it probably was yesterday or the day before, and he was talking about a shooting. One of the reporters asked him about it, and he said, "In practice, if I'm not shooting at game speed, I'm not shooting at all." I'm, I'm making sure that shot is how I would shoot it in a game, or I'm not practicing. That is a fantastic quote because we always see. The reporters on Twitter going, "Oh, guys, look, JV is shooting threes. Only yeah. showed you, like that he like made them. Do you do you do you see JV shooting it at what CJ Miles will say is no. at game speed? I think it was Bebe uh, Lucas uh, was another one that. Yeah. Oh, look, he's shooting threes, and then oh, Demar Derozan, he is shooting threes. It's like these guys will not be shooting threes that easily during the game. Yeah. I mean, unless you're Jonas Valanciunas." And Andre yeah. Drummond's just like, yeah, go ahead, bud. That was easily I mean, my that's favorite the, thing. That's the only response. If you see JV pulling up, do it. I'll just get the rebound. I don't <laughs> yeah. care. Give me I'm the ball. Go stand right give under me, the net. Give me the stats, JV. I think that's what made a guy like Ray I'll Allen like, just look you in the eye while yeah. I get the rebound and start Until, the Exactly. <laughs> and I Until think, he's automatic for mid-range, do not respect him on the on the uh, three-point line. Exactly. And I think that's what made a guy like, you know, I'm bringing up like a guy like Ray Allen, who's so dangerous. Because I guarantee... <laughs> There was no, like he practiced that shot that way. Yep. I think like I, I watched Serge Ibaka making those three shots, and it's like he's you know I the guy who was I don't know who I guess it was like one of the trainers or somebody that was helping him practice, but throwing it to him like it's a game, like moving the ball quickly, not like this. Oh, just you know bounce it to me and I'll eventually shoot it. Like I think that's where I mean I think Kyle Lowry after one of the playoff games to spend like the rest of the night shooting threes. He yep. was just so god awful. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder. Yes, you can shoot those in a situation where you're not being pressured, but eventually you're going to have to get into that pressure situation where you have to get that shot off. And I still think Kyle Lowry is that guy that if I need that long range three, he's one of the go to. But I think CJ Miles is slow. Is it's going to take that over this season with the way he's looked so far. Kyle Lowry can really splash the three. He is a very good three-point shooter, but he he's not in rhythm when he takes his three-pointers. No. He he The Raptors get into this thing that really bothers me when I watch their games where if they're not hitting from they just go through these stretches where they decide they're going like to chuck up 20 like seven days run and then yeah. it's like you're chasing the game after that. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing is every they'll go down and it was bad when Terrence Ross was here. That's when I didn't like it the most cuz Terrence Ross would just pull up from wherever he wanted to. And it didn't go well for him. But they would go on this run where it'd be like five, anywhere from five to eight straight threes, where they just clank all of them, and the other team would come down. I think now what Dwayne Casey is trying to uh, really emphasize is ball movement. Yep. Move the ball around and look for a better shot. When you get that shot that you know you can, that that's the best shot you can take. Take it too often, yeah. Dribble, not look at other options, and just try to th- you know chuck a three. Yeah, it's not going to work that way. You're not the Golden State Warriors where it's automatic. I think back to first round of last year in the in the playoffs, watching that that Bucks team, the way they moved the ball, like it's great. Just looks so effortless, and yeah. the the results are obviously there. They, I mean, Toronto was on paper the better team, and eventually they won out. But like when Milwaukee was. 
on point during that series. They, they just kind of embarrassed the Raptors, I thought. Yeah. Oh, they, they definitely embarrassed the Raptors in that series, but the Raptors were able to claw <laughs> claw back and win. Oh, man, I'm just I, That's our leaf joke. Yeah. yeah. I'm a huge fan of C.J. Miles just from listening because I did listen to that one interview he did. Mm-hmm. It was his first sort of media availability that I've seen of him. Uh, and he talked about he knows what his role is. I think that's what I like the most about him. He knows he's a catch-and-shoot guy. Yeah. And what he said to the media as well in the same interview was uh, he knows he's playing with two ISO guys in Lowry and DeRozan who like to go one-on-one and have defenders back up. And then they have that pick game with JV or the power forward. I th- um, but CJ Miles said, if I'm playing with two ISO players, I just have to move my feet and get in a spot where I can shoot. I think the Raptors need to start moving away from – having that ISO, that whole idea of the ISO guy. Because, um, what the heck are you doing, Richard? <laughs> the light isn't going back. Oh, is it on? Is it's it on? on. It's just the light's not working. Um, Richard, sorry, Richard is having too much fun with buttons in the studio. Um, I, I think the Raptors need to start getting away from the ISO because that's, because then eventually teams are just like, oh yeah, Larry DeRozan was, you know, I think if they get away from that identity, it's going to make them a harder team to defend against. You just can't be predictable. All right. We're going to close off the segment because we do want to do some baseball talk. It's the main reason why we brought Richard and why Tyler's here. You you're, kidnapped you, You're ex. I did not kidnap you. We, we promised you Listen, candy. Hold on. Before, before we leave the uh, the basketball segment, can I squeeze one last thing in? That's what you well, said. Well, yeah. I do want I do want. to get expectations from you guys, but I'll let. I will. We're tight for time here, Tyler. No, go ahead. Uh Let's get what you want, and then we'll do expectations. Anyway, uh, um, Dylan Brooks uh, played his oh, first yeah, game yeah. with the, the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, good uh, Mississauga boy. Good old Canadian kid. Good Canadian kid. Second round draft pick last year. Uh, he put up 19 points for the Grizzlies. Um, best, yeah, ro- best rookie debut from a, can- from a from Canadian. Canadian. He's not as Canadian as William Nylander, but I yeah. mean. <laughs> I think I think he's the first, if I'm not wrong, the first rookie to record. Uh, I'm trying to remember the stat line because I did read that on Twitter. I think it was the first to have like 19 points. And actually, let me look this up because I don't want to get this wrong. He was, um, yeah, this is, uh, I mean, Toronto, sorry, not Toronto. Uh, Canada's had a lot of uh, high profile picks the last five years or so. Yeah. Um, this is last year was the first year in a while they didn't have a first round pick. Yes. Um, so yeah. Brooks was taken 45th overall by the uh, Houston Rockets, I believe, and then there was a he draft day around. swap uh, to Memphis. Yeah. Um, so I mean, wasn't a lot of. It's not a guy you necessarily thought was uh, gonna get 19 points in his first game, let alone have a have a sort of starting gig there with the Grizzlies. So he might be. Uh, the next Canuck to keep an eye on. So do, uh, just uh, give give the shout out to the uh, the Brooks man. Do we have? It's completely unrelated to your point. Do we have like an over under on how many jersey rips we're going to see per game? Because these new Nike jerseys look flimsy as hell. Yeah, what's what's that about? LeBron ripped his I, the other I, day. I, Tyler Ennis ripped I his in the preseason. It's just so funny. Oh it, yeah, it's it's never not hilarious shit. to see that. But it's just like how many of those did you see when they were with Adidas? One it's fly. just very odd. Yeah, that's the one play. I can't find that tweet, but I mean, yeah, I think it's just the whole 19 points, most points by Canadian-born and his NBA career debut. But there was another stat line that was in there about like he was like the first rookie to accomplish something. Somebody may point it out. Um, expectations for the Raptors. What? What do we think? And not just asking for record, but 
I think it's ridiculous to just predict records, how many wins. Um, but what's the expectations for them? Eastern Your Conference Final, and then they run into yeah. the... They run the to Cleveland and LeBron yeah. James. Or, or you hope that they actually finally don't have to face Cleveland in the second nope. round and get Yeah, they kind of screwed the themselves. They shot themselves in the foot that year. No, it was more of well, no, Boston they, did. Last year they had the game where they played the Cavs in the regular season and the Cavs sat their entire team. And that was the one win. If the Raptors didn't win that game, they wouldn't have had to play the Cavs in the second round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they shot themselves in the foot there. They could have gone an extra round and then lost to the Cavs. So, yeah. so Lee Sam has them uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Tyler, what are your expectations? I don't think it's going to go quite as bright. I oh, fuck think, you. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> we that tone supposed agree to, be. to disagree. Um, Listen, I still had them losing to LeBron. We, 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 you're, you're here for your baseball <laughs> knowledge. We all shots fire. We don't have we don't have the get on with it. We don't have the Tim and Sid horn. So baseball. Anyway, I think I think the Celtics, even though they're zero and two, and they they broke that uh, that man broke himself. Um, <laughs> that, that, that one guy. Please start respecting Gordon He broke him in half. My God. We need to start forgetting him, guys. He's that guy just got himself broke. I guess. Anyway, I think I think Boston's still going to take the Atlantic. I think uh, I, I would say I think Milwaukee's going to pass them in the standing. So I think they might be fourth and fifth. They'll probably run into the Cavs in the second round. That's my prediction. And probably get swept. So we again. both have the same ending? The Cavs just no, you, won? You I think everybody the, has the same ending. This is in just the like just, the third round, right? This is just like, yeah. like I, just ways to get to the same place. <laughs> I'm just taking the longer, more successful way. <laughs> the more optimistic, hopeful way. I still have them going home. Yeah. <laughs> it's just they're playing one more I'm, series. See, I think it's – oh, man, the East is difficult this year because it's Milwaukee's getting better – Philadelphia is mm-hmm. very much improved. They've got the Embiid. Hmm? Do you trust the process? I very much do. They've got Embiid. They've got Markel Fultz now. They've got Ben Simmons, who hasn't even played an NBA game, a regular season game yet. Mm. Or did they have already? Yeah, play? they've already played. No, they oh, played they only played night. one regular season yeah. game. Uh, I mean, and then wa- Washington is Washington. Yeah, I think Washington's. Some people are a dark not horse. as high. They could be better than both Boston and Toronto. Yeah. Bradley Beal, John Wall's going to push for an MVP this year, I think. Well, we at least that's what he's pushing for. He's uh, said it multiple please times. Please start respecting Giannis more. Please. Giannis. We need to start respecting people more. Okay? Hey, <laughs> hey, hey he, if, if, if there's a game where you wanted to you know, start trying to deserve respect, his debut was unreal. I think 37 uh, points? Like he's, yeah. So, so like, why couldn't we get that? Was it, was it LeBron that said that he thinks Giannis in a couple of years is going to be the best player in yeah. the world? Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I, I, I agree. So Giannis is a monster. Didn't, uh, Kobe challenge him to win the MVP. Probably or was it Kobe. It was somebody in the NBA said Giannis is going to be the best player in the world in the, like the next five years. Yeah, and I agree. I think he's yeah. fantastic. Kobe it's too bad he's with the Bucks. He's a six ten point guard. He's ridiculous. Yeah. You could say he's a he's a freak. A Greek I don't know if the first person who was also that, Greek. Yeah, that's extremely original. I think we should a freak of you yeah. should brand that. I think we should do something. The Greek freak trademark. How about? We call him the freak that is Greek. I think that's yeah, we should. Uh, the Raptors should go pick up his brother and just hope it light, lightning strikes. <laughs> just <laughs> ah. yeah, like, like that. Like they haven't tried uh, yeah. reaching for draft picks before. Let's go get a meal plan from Giannis <laughs> and find out what he's doing. Imagine his little brother's like this, like you know, five six. His little his, short his, arms. Guy. His little yeah. brother was a. Um, a D-league. A, practice, a D-League player yeah. for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I forget his first ah. name off the top of my head. He's a basketball player, too. Yeah. 
Some something Greek, yeah, guys. Something Greek. To, uh, completely yeah. off topic again, but uh, PK Subban's brother, uh, Jordan. Malcolm, uh, the Malcolm. other one. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, Tyler somehow found I a way like to bring Jordan Vegas into the show. <laughs> yeah, so he's yeah, back to yeah. our hockey thing. Poor Malcolm. Uh, have to, sorry, have everyone, to play in Vegas. <laughs> That's bad okay. that I thought of his AHL-bound defensive brother before him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, Jordan's yeah, playing in the AHL. Is he still with Utica? Uh, yeah, still yeah, with Utica. So. Malcolm's starting for the Vegas Golden Knights right now. It's, right I'm now, just saying it's... So my they're man. the same. They're Boston's the same disrespecting level. him. Utica, oh, Vegas. Yeah. I'm so happy you got. Have his you first ever been to Utica? <laughs> Asked. I'm not even sure Vegas in the north. Hey, Justin Bourne <laughs> will have a, have a word with you about going in Utica. But Tyler, you had something about Malcolm Subban. Uh, his brother is with PK Subban. Yeah, that's the only point oh, he was that, making. Oh, no, is that wait, just the only. Can okay. we fact check that? Like, right uh, is his brother. I believe I'm. I hope I'm okay. pronouncing that right. Subban? Oh, apparently he's also got two other brothers. But I they're see not. that Francis and Costas. I have Thanasis on my. <laughs> Good for you. That's uh, just uh, Thanasis. How many know. points in Scrabble would you get for this? Thanasis out of the Let's be able to let's pronounce it right first would just, before we. Try. You wouldn't get any because somebody would tell you that's not a word. <laughs> yeah, that's your, no All right. proper nouns. It's a word I think I think this is a good time to get out of our Raptors talk, but we want you to stick around because we have some Blue Jays talk, and it's going to be. Oh, we're in Richard's wheelhouse now. We're gonna be. It's. I mean, if you, wheelhouse. If you, the Leafs are my wheelhouse too. What do you guys? Oh, mean? the Leafs are a wheelhouse, but I think Mr. Baseball. I'm looking at a Blue Jay sticker on your on your laptop. <laughs> I don't see a leaf sticker on I'm there. Imp- no, I'm a journalist. I Ms. don't have Ms. stickers. <laughs> Mr. Baseball was a great movie, by the way. I don't yeah. know if anyone else saw that. But I do want stickers Tom on Selleck. a laptop. So you're not. Major right. League Tom better. Goes to, uh, All right, and goes we're gonna to we're gonna get to this baseball segment just after. Uh, Bring it up in the next segment. Yeah, we're gonna get to that now. All right, we are back for the final segment, and wow, baseball talk. Unfortunately, it's not Blue Jays baseball. <laughs> Blue Jays. Playoff talk because Blue Jays are not in the playoffs. I think that's very well known because what? the you heard it here first. You heard it here first, people. The Blue Jays are not in the playoffs. They had to buy all the way to the finals. God damn it! Apparently, the magic from the last two years was not enough to bring them back. Um, unfortunately, well, and unfortunately, the Yankees. <laughs> I was just like my microphone just does not like you. Anymore. The Yankees might actually win this damn thing. Uh, Tyler's we, having more trouble okay, with the mic than it. the Jays had winning Did a series. Break. <laughs> Hey-oh. Tyler broke the microphone. It's It was bound to happen at some point. Don't me, tell security. Um, Tyler, but, just right. go in that room and sit by yourself. There's a mic. <laughs> we right. do have a separate the lights video. up. No, see, it's, uh, okay. it's, okay. no, it's still not that ideal. That was very Italian. Wow, this, this segment was. just hey, got hey, off. Hey, hey, hey. You just learned something. <laughs> the, this segment got off to a really great start, guys. Boy, we get off track quick. Um, okay, so we have the Yankees who are up 3-2 mm-hmm. on the Houston Astros. I don't even know how that happened. Uh, I mean, the we do know what forgot happened. Astros forgot how to score. That's that's how I think it I, happened. Lance uh, McCullers threw Aaron Judge a Ken meatball. Ken forgot how to just yeah. pitch, I guess. To be Ken you, you throw Aaron Judge one meatball and he becomes a monster again. And that uh, pitch by McCullers. Yeah, ask, the, McCullers? ask the Yankees uh, outfield wall how much, of a, how much of a monster Aaron Judge is. He's hard to watch in the field. I'm sorry. <laughs> But I mean, like, it makes some not, very odd plays. It's, like it's not done. I think that if this no. series goes seven, Astros win. Verlander has to pitch the game of his life. He does. Well, actually, not even the game of his life. But I mean, the Yankees, he's already done that once this series. It's Severino, yeah. and then the Astros don't get to use Keiko because he pitched yesterday. So what, McCullers again? Hey. No, it's like 
Verlander one of those guys will be available out of the bullpen. Just to set up madness in Game 7. Yeah, Game 7 series. will be McCullers, but, and then who yeah. who will be there for the Yankees? That are CC. CC. I mean, uh, CC Phil Gray, yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. man, CC. They have a hard time scoring when Sonny Gray is on the mound. Uh, Sabathia, but, his last five starts, what was it? He has like a two o three ERA or something. He's been great. Yeah, he's he's been and a whole new CC. I think if yeah. there's you know he's been Cleveland something CC. to be excited about, it's the fact CC. that the home team has won every game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So going back to Houston again, if if they win Game Six, I think it's their series to lose in Game Seven, even though we don't know. I mean, the the next two are in Houston, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, the yeah. final. So I I think that New York has a, obviously they have a huge advantage at home. They're six and zero this uh, this postseason um, at at Yankee Stadium, and I I think they have a huge advantage over Houston in New York because that's a ballpark for, designed for yeah. a team that can hit home runs. Yeah. Houston is not. They can hit home runs, but they're that's but not their at, identity. You look at guys like uh, Carrera, Altuve. These are guys are you know. More hitting it up the middle, getting on base. They're less home run or bust, yeah. which the Yankees are. Well, I mean, so guys you, like Altuve put the ball and play hard. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, it's their speed yeah. that creates a lot of havoc mm-hmm. for a team like the Yankees that apparently at points have forgotten how to field. <laughs> Not going to point the name Starlin Castro. Um, but that was funny. That was so when he just, just fell backwards. Yeah. <laughs> like you did nothing on that play but make everything worse. And then uh, to point out Tyler's point, uh, the Yankees are six and zero at home. The last time that they were undefeated at home at that point of the playoffs was in 1999. Don't do it. Mm. Don't do it. I'm not going to do it, do it because I mean we got to make this about the Jays somehow because we are not going to make this a Yankee Central baseball segment. Well, the only way you can do that is by saying the Jays still weren't in the playoffs in 1999. Are there any towers in New York City? Oh, yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. Oh, oh man. I want to say that was not the brown guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I, the, what, what I will say about the, what I will say about what this means for the Blue Jays is that is that everything sucks wall to wall. Is I, that not only do they have money coming off the books, they oh. They're going to be really Imagine good. reinvesting the money they get. Is A-Rod off the books in New York? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is, I think. And then they, they, they do have, they do have the Freedom Tower to answer your question. Yeah, that's Mark, the one. $25 million dollars is off the books this year. Come on. So that was uh, another, like, what? Uh, another 13 for Matt Holiday. Well, 13. what about Mark Teixeira? Is he off the books? Uh, yeah, I think he retired last year. So No, actually, they still have $21 million for um, A-Rod this year. <laughs> yeah. So it's I like think I they mean, reached. They have how how much longer do they have to pay him? This year, just this year. Yeah. So they have that's a great good. system. They have a team that's in the ALCS now. They're supposed to be in year two they of a rebuild right money now. Money that they can spend. What the fuck? Could is you imagine? Going on? Could you imagine this Yankee team with all this young talent, and then uh, two off seasons from now they go out and get I don't know. Let's don't say Bryce say, Harper and Chris just, Sale, and just plug those guys in, and they they definitely have the money. Oh, Can you they, imagine yeah. if you had this team, but with Chris Sale and Bryce Harper? The middle of the order with Judge Sanchez and Harper. That would, like, you wouldn't even need to have a season. But just be like, okay, these are the AL champs. Yeah, and the one thing we talked— this It's March, they win. Yeah. It's the April, one. they win. And the dynamic, <laughs> the dynamic duo of month, Rowdy Tellez and Justin Smoke would outduel those Yankees. But then what we talked— but we, but we talked mind. about we talked <laughs> about this before we got on— well, before we started recording was that it, it speaks to— you look at the four teams that are in the playoffs, and we're going to get to L.A. in a second, is that 
really good farm systems, really good young talent. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's what annoys me about the Toronto fan base. It's like they want to just blindly spend and spend and spend. If you keep doing that, you will handcuff your franchise. If you yep. do that, you'll you sign Kendrys Morales to a, no, like a three-year deal. Young, controllable assets. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not even saying to hold on to all of them, but you need to have those guys that are homegrown. Like, where Can they the not look at what the Toronto Maple Leafs have done the last couple well, I mean, of years? No, but like that's different because like I don't really support tanking in baseball because it's like no, but you can't really tank in baseball. So yeah, it's such right? a yeah. no crap guarantee shoot, that right? you sign. Yeah, but you know you still need that. Like, where would the Astros be without Correa, Altuve, right? Like you need that core. Judge, you know. Severin, like, the, like you have to have that. Sanchez. I'll t- I'll the Yankees it. aren't even done with their top prospects either. They have yeah. Gleyber Torres sitting down in the minors. Yeah. He's a top five prospect in the league. And Frazier's only only begun Quint to help Frazier. this team. So I think, like, I'll take this one step further. I'd say all all the four remaining teams that have made it to the championship championship Jeez. series. <laughs> there we go. They all have the same same kind of level of depth of prospects, right? Mm-hmm. You look at the Cubs. These are kids that all came up through their system or they acquired at a very young age. Houston, same thing with Altuve, Carrera. Correa. Um, Correa. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you really wanted player. to get Ezekiel, <laughs> Ezekiel Carrera. Carrera shout out. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's become so important. So you got to, at this point, as a Blue Jay fan, you got to be looking at your farm system and saying, I, and I don't, "Do we have what it takes I to compete long term with teams think like the, the farm Yankees?" Systems that bad, like I mean, like we it's, were talking about this before. Like it was like, oh, like the cupboard's bare. The cupboard's not bare. It just it didn't have that MLB ready talent. Yeah, and I'm not saying that you hoard all of your like MLB ready talent. You will use some to trade, but you need to have it. And the Jays right now they have a lot. Like I wouldn't really put them up at the level like top five yet but they're close like in there but i mean bo and vlad yeah the stuff they did this yeah. year turned heads not just in the shed really helped the progression you know they did it of course and then you have nate pearson mm-hmm. who oh. throws a hundred a hundred and one and logan hey, hey but none of his other Warman, pitches are any good richard I, honestly it's like there's stuff to be excited <laughs> just ask about. the draft funds we can complain about new york but it's like the jays have you know and i mean they're getting another top I think they're drafting what twelfth this year. I don't remember. They're high, the top fifteen. I mean, for sure. like they they have that that like I don't want to say core because they aren't a core yet, mm-hmm. but they have those young players in place. It's not like we're you know a bottom five farm system because if we were, it's like all right, there's nothing to cheer for. It's time to tank. But the team right now, as it is, you can tinker with it a bit, make it like you won't really get a contender but you can get a competitive team and then yep. you have help on the way coming soon i, I can't so. believe there was 11 you're right they would do draft 12 i'm sorry to cut you off there i can't believe there's 11 other teams or maybe five more teams that were worse than the jays in that middle of the pack mm. yeah i mean shout, I out, shout out to pablo sandoval as well for screwing the giants out of the first overall pick but one oh, time yeah. he does something productive it fucks the team <laughs> <laughs> oh, baseball is so right. beautiful oh man yeah <laughs> Boss, that's that's the reason why Boston put him there. Yep. Yeah. Just find a way to screw with him. Um, I mean, when we look at the way that, I mean, you look at the way the Dodgers have been playing. I mean, they're not the youngest team. No, but, but how? Like you talk about young players, Corey Seager isn't playing the NLCS, mm-hmm. right? Like they're terrifying too. Yeah. So yep. it's like maybe. 
the Jays could have snuck in this year, but it's like, do you really yeah. see them competing with these teams? Yeah, and Probably that's not. in the MLB landscape now. Just having those young, cheap pieces. I mean, cheap financially. Yeah, that's not that's as people. How you <laughs> like <it's> Cody <laughs> Bellinger, Corey Seager. Cody like. Bellinger won't buy in a hundred dollar suit. That's how cheap he is. All right. <laughs> No, but it's like, you know, you have to have that. Yeah. And I mean, of course, it's cool to flex your financial muscle. Like, mm-hmm. I love what they did with Francisco Liriano. You know, you take on some mm-hmm. salary. Yeah. Right? Because they took on Liriano's salary, they got you two prospects prospect. in Ramirez and, and McGuire. But then yeah. they flipped him, Ooh. took on the, the Aoki money, oh. and then got Teoscar Hernandez. Teoscar Hernandez, who might be... And that's the I mean, type of like flexing your muscle I want to see. Not hey, let's go sign this guy to a ten-year deal just because we can. Yeah. It's yeah. more of hey, let's just see if we can use you, our money. But that's what that's what the Yankees have done in the past. That's yeah. what that's what those people think. Like yeah, and I think it's a good point. It's not just you have money; you should spend it on free agents. Because guess what? A lot of teams in the MLB now are not winning because of what they do in free agency. And I think it's happening in all, and pretty much Can't every championship team like that. It's pretty no. much every every league except for the NBA, where you have to find a way outside of free agency to to win. I mean, you have to, to build have a championship. A good system, top to yeah. bottom, mm-hmm. and yeah. that you know you have to have guys that graduate. You have to. Not everyone will pan out, but you you still need to you know like see who you can trade. You know, like manage your assets. It can't just be we'll sign. Everybody that's a free agent, and then mm-hmm. look at the Marlins in 2012. That didn't oh work boy. out for them. Yeah, that that turned into the Jays in 2013. Yeah, right? yeah. So I think yeah. the Padres the year after that. Like, yeah, when they got I think yeah, and they were supposed <laughs> to be going for it. Well, I mean, I think what happened with the Blue Jays in that year was they made all these moves, but they made one move too many. Mm-hmm. With the Ari yeah. Dickey trade, Ari Dickey, yeah. I didn't. I didn't really. Mi- I mean, you don't mind the trade, but then <laughs> Darno and Syndergaard. <laughs> I mean, when you see what happened, they got burned bad. But it's like at, at the, the time, the Jays have been burned worse nothing. than that. <laughs> they got Jose yeah. Batista for nothing. Yep. They got. Diaz, we're still crying yeah. at that ovation. His career, his Jays career. Robinson, who the hell is Robinson Diaz? People want to cry and complain Probably about Probably on like, the Walk of Fame and some Jays, single A teams. Yeah. The Jays getting like fleeced in the Dickey trade. Hey, at least Dickey did something for the Jays. Yeah, he did. I'm not saying that the Jays won the trade. I'm just saying that it could have been worse, right? Oh. Well, we look at the Jays trading for prospects. I think one of the, you talk about Hernandez. I mean, the trade that brought Liriano here. Yeah. We got two prospects. Reese McGuire was one of them. When we were down at spring training this spring, I mean, he looked good. He looks like before Danny Jansen came up, he looked and like the top prospect before Pentecost. And mm-hmm. even top if it's like prospect. they don't yeah. Yeah, yeah. become great, it's like, all right, you can still do that, make these no. yeah. shrewd moves, stock up, trade, blah blah blah. You know. I think an important part of of rebuilding now is uh and I know Shapiro and Atkins have talked about it, but like the international uh, draft, yeah, right? yeah. Obviously, Shout out to Vlad. Yeah, the Vla- Vlad Vlad is the biggest uh, biggest grab they got from that. Um, Guriel Shout out Jr. to Franklin yeah. Barreto, has been good. Uh, who without Franklin Barreto, there's no Donaldson, yeah. right? So what is what does Guriel have? It's two home runs and four doubles in six games. Uh, that was a couple days ago I mean, in, the, in, the, in the Fall League. In the Fall League, won the Fall League, but mm-hmm. like it, it's still a good sign. Let's just be patient with him. It's, I mean, the Fall League yeah, something, but that's where like the Fall League's where Osuna really jumped onto the map. We're if I'm not mistaken, there. we're definitely going to have to have uh, I think Keegan Madison come on to talk yes, about absolutely. the Foley because like, we have to he's talk done about a great job. He's done a great job at 
just kind of breaking down where the pro- Frost's been doing. He's done a great job. I, I did want to mention. Yeah, I was just I was looking at a mock draft right here, and um, the Jays picked twelfth. Don't say Tristan Pompey. Baseball America has him at eighteen. No, no, no. Like I don't know that you want Tristan Pompey, listen, but wouldn't that Pompey's are back? I'm think, saying it would be interesting to see if Shapiro and Atkins go that route. I don't. I don't think they will. I don't think they look, will just because it's Pompey's brother. I they, think Anthopoulos would have. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's like you want to, and these guys, and I don't mean this in a <laughs> bad way. Kicking? Like these guys seem like robots. Like they seem like they take the emotional side out of it. You know, and that's but that's what you need. Yeah, that's how huge. you build. And I mean. People think that the team has gone south since they since they have taken over, but I still think it's a bit too early to decide. Right? Like they haven't really made any horrible moves. I think. Except I think maybe Kendrys. Look, Kendrys was yeah. I mean, that was I think just a knee jerk with Edwin. Yeah. Hell, even yeah. like the JP Howell move, I loved, and it was mm-hmm. like you get yep. an established. I'm doing air quotes. Established reliever for a one year deal because he didn't play that well and it's like okay and they need a lefty right and he played like crap and then they told him to go to hell right yeah. it's the shrewd moves like that it didn't work out but at the same time actually the smoke move wasn't really that great to me but it's like maybe they have you know it, like information that we don't because smoke turned out to be I the one know. thing I will say I mean people were harping on the Blue Jays about the whole Encarnacion thing if they did if they brought Encarnacion back after they signed Kendrys, what would have happened with Justin Smoke? Would have gone up. He'd be sitting on the bench. He would have been sitting on the there's, bench, there, there, and there's he no would... way they keep Kendry knowing that they don't want him to play right field, and then and yeah. then and then Smoke because it's like, what are you going to do with those guys? Those guys can't play anything else other than first base. I think I think that was like, I think the whole Kendrys thing was the Blue Jays were they outsmarted themselves. I, like, I don't they they got too ahead of themselves with the whole Edwin thing, and they're like, okay, we need to get someone. And then they got too, a little too cute with the Kendry signing. See, I think I give Shapiro and Atkins like a, I give them maybe not an A plus, but I definitely give them an A so far on what they've done. Um, but more so on their re-signs, the deals they've made, um, and the deals they haven't made. Right? Like you yeah. look. The first season they were in town, they said, "Sorry, fans, we're not going to re-sign David Price for thirty million dollars this season. <laughs> we're going to get we're going to get Estrada uh, and Hap. Are you for sure that twenty five million? Are you sure that worked out? Like maybe we'd be happy with Price, you know, popcorn <laughs> I, and all that crap. I love David Price. His dog's super cute. I mean, it seems like see, a really nice guy. And that's <laughs> why I like them. The is that part. everything is calculated? Yeah. Everything has to benefit the team now and in the future. And they know Adopolis, I like I. I love the guy, but he would have fallen. We know that he fell in love with David Price, yeah. like we all did, and he would have given him what he wanted. And, and that's probably why I think that, part of the reason why he right. is no longer with the organization well, was because. I mean, I I trust yeah. Shapiro. You don't need someone that will like, as a fan, as somebody that tries to be, you know, like neutral. You still need somebody that runs the team that can take a step away and say. I feel like in Anthopolis was like kind of like. Like trying to be the cool, well, the cool I mean, mom, I, or like he, he's he trying to he, wore his heart he tried he yeah. tried to make people try to please too many people. Yeah, exactly. So no, but I mean I don't think that because he traded away a lot of prospects. He did, yeah. but I, f- I feel like he wore his his heart on his yeah. sleeve and really wanted this team to win. I feel like that that also would have been his downfall because he would have signed Price. I believe mm-hmm. he would have signed. Yeah. Price. Yeah. But I, I mean I hate to bring the Leafs up again in this situation, but Wait, so what are the Leafs again? <laughs> The, the whole thing with Shanahan and why this has worked so far 
is because you got a guy who is not emotionally attached to the team and the situation. It's because of Lou Lamorello being that too. probably an actual hitman at some point. <laughs> a cold, oh, calculated machine. Yeah. So, like, I think this is why, I mean, people are saying, oh, you know, Shapiro and Atkins don't really understand what the fan base wants. But guess what? What the fan base wants is not necessarily what's good for the, the team. The fan base wanted to give Jose Batista a five-year, 150. I remember some guy was arguing with me. On Twitter and he oh, kept arguments saying, on Twitter. Oh, he's no, so no, no. I, like this. this <laughs> he's thing, so useful. This thing has stuck with me just because people thought this, and it was like, do you not understand what a budget is? Mm. Like, just because it's not my money doesn't mean you know. <laughs> no, the reason why they think, keeps, think Richard, uh, you know the reason why they think that they see their Rogers bill every month, and they're like, they can afford it I because hate of this. Oh my god! But like, it's. Uh, uh, Richard did not say that he would. <laughs> he would enjoy an opportunity to work at Rogers one day if they ever offer him a job. I mean, I mean, I I hate how much I pay for my phone bill. Okay, there we go. That's that's what I meant. Not that's sports, that's man. just you being home man. You're human, homin, human. Um, which brings me now to the uncomfortable part, and I don't, I, I'm kind of blindsided you guys with this, but Josh Donaldson, sign him. Yep. Okay. okay. Andrew Stoddard. <laughs> he he no. already knew where uh, I was going. Not blindsided. Uh, we were ready. Anyway, I. Uh, <laughs> Richard has got like. Someone, someone's got like. Command Richard had the party camera. music going right away after Donaldson. <sighs> Always snow will. Hey, like, uh, if, if the Jays give him that contract, you'll be able to I buy an island. him, and it was just like, let's start the party. Um, I. <sighs> but, is this, but is this a decision that you're getting a little too emotional with because paying a guy. It's different than the Batista thing. Because oh, it's Batista's totally, yeah. defense was declining and Batista was older. Also. Donaldson plays third base. Donaldson can hit and field. I, like, my thing, though, is, like, I, I know we were talking about this earlier, and you guys aren't convinced that Vladdy's going to be playing the hot corner. But they keep, like, I don't know if this is just a backup plan by the team, but, like, I saw a tweet earlier today talking about how um, he's working. He's down in the Dominican right now uh, in the winter in the Dominican league. league. Yeah, yeah and uh, they've got him working on, on – his defense and apparently on his, and apparently like, on his dancing that's, too that's, right oh. so like <laughs> turn up i think they're coming up Do with that a plan about a weekend let's <laughs> just party vlad me and you man <laughs> so i i think the plan i think they're planning to have vladdy play yeah but i mean base. i feel yeah, like I th- just I, not I think signing donaldson just because you have vlad on the way is incredibly just i mean i, I i'm would not ra- saying that vlad won't pan out i'm mm-hmm. just saying that they could like he's young, right? Yeah. Why, 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 why can't why yeah? Why can't they have? Why can't Donaldson mentor him into that spot? Yeah, no, you course never course. know. Donaldson may move to the DH and third base and first I base. Mean, Donaldson What's can that? also play third base. Put Donaldson a catcher, trade 30 Russell 30. Martin, and play him in his original well, position. Because there you go. We fi- we figured it because out. A guy like uh, Beltre. Yeah, thirty million dollar catcher. Still <laughs> mashing, right? Yeah. yeah. Listen, this through three seasons in Toronto. This is Donaldson's um. Slash line, in 426 games, he's hitting 285. His on base is 387. His slugging is 559. His OPS is 946 in three years in Toronto. I'm not. And one of those was a down year with injuries. Yeah. And down year this year, right? And second nine, year, nine still hit still the second, And the yeah. second year Ridiculous. was technically he had some. He was Sign not banged him. up. 
He was it's not like he's year. old. It's not like this is a gut feeling. It's like he can contribute this year, next year, probably the year after. But but do you do you have a limit? Do you have a line in the sand that you say I'm not going to spend this much and I'm not oh, going to spend this many of years? Course. Like do you think he's like, going to get less than a five year deal or like he's going to be I what thirty three? Like, I feel like if he has a bad year this year, which I don't expect, yeah. he but. I feel like a five-year deal, maybe six-year deal, will be beneficial to both sides. The sixth year will, you know, that's a burn year. Obviously, you're, you're mm-hmm. going to overpay, but yeah. Josh Donaldson, we're entering franchise great territory, and I don't know if this is like a hot take, but if he plays another three years and plays like that, he's up on the level of excellence in ten years, mm-hmm. yep. right? And I mean, it's not just oh, like it makes me feel good. He's also backing it up. He's also playing extremely well. well I mean, and he's mm. 32, right? Mm. No, no disrespect to Jose Batista, but I mean, Batista's Donaldson declining, won right? an MVP. Yeah. Well, I mean, Batista, Batista hasn't, but Batista's mashed every single Batista, year. I mean, he, he, brought, he put the, the he put the Blue Jays on the map, yeah. though. When no, they, that's why I said no disrespect but, to Jose, I mean, but you know, the MVP pushes him along in that. Donaldson can still game. play just above average defense. His bat is still there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know. He was a third baseman compared to declining right field in the field. I mean, I would give Donaldson that. I mean, like I wouldn't give him like thirty million a year. I don't think, but like twenty five maybe, mm-hmm. six year, you know. But then, I mean, if you're thinking about Vlad, it's a good problem to have. But I don't think yeah. they should let Vlad walk and then go to this twenty year old and say you're next. Because he hasn't played above, like no. he, he still has to play double. He's playing a, right? high A right now. So and I mean, exactly. like, and let's say you do sign Donaldson long term, and then Vlad shows up in two years. It's like, all right, we'll find somewhere to put you. Yeah, it's not like, all right, we'll have to pick one now, right? So that's, yeah, that's the thing is people are saying we have to get rid of Donaldson to make room for Vlad. It's and like, I mean, no, even at, at the very worst, you, you, Vlad could play first base. For yeah, a yeah, years. but you can just stick the him at first. first His base, bat can definitely play there, right? Yeah, so. I mean, Kendrick is going to be up by then. Smoke yeah. isn't going to be around. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the mm-hmm. point. I think is that you're you're going to be able to have a contract like Donaldson's on the book because you're going to be supp- supplementing that with the younger, cheaper talent that the Yankees have. And also, just tell Kendrick to go to hell. Maybe I'm on. I'm I'm really I'm really debating whether he's going to be around next I mean, season. He's the slowest human being I've ever seen in my life. I'm pretty sure he's a nice guy, but oh, absolutely. Uh, all he does is hit home runs, and not even like 50. He hits. Like 30, 25 maybe. He won't be this bad next year, but I don't want to find out in Toronto. Yeah, I just, you know what, I think because with him playing the DH permanently, it really, you know, hampered, I think, Jose Bautista's impact behind the plate because I would have rather had Jose go and be in the DH spot a couple of times uh, rather honestly, than right I'm field like, all year. I don't even want to talk about I think it's, yeah. Well, because. You know we're yeah. going to have to talk about it at some point. At some point, yeah. That's why I'm happy that the Jays didn't make the playoffs because they could have that send off and be mm-hmm. like, "Thank you for being a franchise great, but now it's done." But that conversation is yeah. going to be had where it gets to that point in the off season, and it's like, "Hey, do we bring Batista no, back I, as I, a utility?" I, think, uh, I, think I don't think it happens. Knows. I don't think he should. No, well, they told him that they're not. Yeah. They're not picking his option. option. And I think like it's a foregone conclusion that they're moving on. I think yeah. Atkins even said that like two weeks ago. There are better options. I'm, there are better there, there are. options than Batista. I, but, but I'm not, but I'm not better options want to come to Toronto. That's, yeah. that's think, still the Well, I mean, I think you have guys that maybe can, you know, guys with the Bisons. You have Alfred, Pilar. Mm-hmm. I would also tell Pilar, like, I would also find a way to, to ship out Pilar. But, like, Alfred, T. Oscar, you know, like, 
you have guys. Dalton Pompey, if Dalton, he's ever right? healthy. Hopefully, he gets it together. But, like, like, this year, I can't really fault him because a lot of that was due to a concussion. It's mm-hmm. like, you don't want to, like, and, like, especially a guy that's not making any money. Like, yeah. I don't want to see him, like, rushing back. Right? Like, rushed up and, like, but, but he, I, I'm a huge Batista fan. He's my, he's, he's probably, like, my favorite player of all time, but it's time to close that book now. Just, yeah. hopefully, he goes to Tampa, now, does his thing. What, uh, my thing is, like, everyone's saying this is, this is the end for Jose. I think it ultimately comes down to, um, the dollars and what he ex- what role he expects. So if someone's willing to give him a starting role and give him like eight See, million a season, I wouldn't even. He's gone. But after this year, yeah. I don't care what role he wants. I don't like the way he hit. It wasn't like he was getting bad luck. It was Batista yeah. who could once crush the high fastball, can't catch up to it. Couldn't make good contact. His bat speed was slow. Warning signs that come with someone that gets old. Yeah, and that's why it's like I'm happy that there was this great. You know, thank God that option was there, yeah. because if they didn't give him that option, that yeah. would have I mean, that would have been a problem. And I don't think the option would have been picked up anyways because it was a mutual option. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think both it sides. Made no sense. I think I think it was just I think it was just a way to say, look, but, we'll I we'll mean, put that in there just yeah, in case Lightning struck out of a bottle. But they had that that great moment at um, the last game in Toronto where they sent him out before yeah. the game. You know, like. That was all obviously because they knew that he wasn't coming back. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the fact that they we got to say goodbye to a franchise great something that we don't ever get to do. No, yeah. like when <laughs> was the last time you've like actually said goodbye to someone? We didn't get a chance to do that with Holiday. No, right? Um, didn't so and like that's why I'm happy that they Vernon closed Wells, no. the book. You know, like franchise great Vernon Wells. Mm. No, was, I, the numbers are there. I think franchise great Josh Phillips. I think it's <laughs> Josh Towers. Franchise <laughs> good. Oh. Towers. Missed but a then, good one there. Yeah. Nightmares with Josh Towers, unfortunately. Um, just kind of one one last thing I want to ask about the Donaldson stuff. I'm not an expert when it comes to MLB contracts. Um, I, I can't even like begin to know how they work. But is there a way that you can structure the contract with like bonuses and stuff so it doesn't have as much of an impact oh, on yeah. your payroll? Um, Donaldson would not want an incentive-based contract like that. Well, no, wants, but, but signing bonuses are the best way to like. If you look at no, but like it's like it, like it's not like hockey. I mean, the money is still coming out of the budget. Um, yeah, Donaldson wants guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. Donaldson deserves guaranteed money, and Donaldson will get guaranteed money. He will get it wherever. So it's yeah. like you just find room in your budget for him. You know. So where Martin, does that room? Where does that room come from? Martin. Martin is. I think he has. Yeah, two Martin, you got left. you got two more years at twenty million apiece. Tulo goes to twenty twenty, but I think it goes down to fourteen the last year. Yeah. So it's like so after twenty nineteen, those two big contracts well, are that, well that was the point I wanted million. to make. Is there a way that you can kind of front load it? See, I don't know if I would want to do <laughs> Or that. even like back end it a bit more. I I also don't know if I want to do that either because it's like when he gets So you want to keep it even throughout. Like if he gets to thirty six, thirty seven, it's like if yeah. you, if you backload that and he's not giving you that production. Well, it's painful. We've got yeah, the per- perfect example right now. Russ Martin, uh, exactly. Alex Anthopoulos paid a paid a fortune for him. His yes, average salary is not. I think it's like about thirteen point five. Is the average. But what year. he made, yeah, I know what you're getting it was at. Twenty fifteen, he got seven million. Twenty sixteen, he got fifteen million. That's and weird. then the final three years of that, he's getting twenty million. Russ Martin, <laughs> okay, great, great player. Not a twenty million dollar. Twenty player. million a season. I 
don't think so. Okay, and for so, a team that doesn't have an unlimited budget. So I think I think that answers my question on what can happen when you do a deal like that. Yes, you you, you can be burned. So um, <laughs> and I mean, like we're doing all this talking. It's like also fuck it, go get Stanton. Yeah, why not? Because if you pay all that money, you won't have to give up that much. Yeah, and, yeah. I, I think mean, Stanton is a guy that is like he uh, will mash for. I'm not. Well, not just mash, but he he's a great hitter. Oh, could you imagine him in the AL East? Don't oh, just do it. not with all those silly ballparks. Yeah. level eighty home runs. Camden Yards and Fenway. Whoa, <laughs> he's a, a right-handed I mean, hitter, right? Yeah. Could you imagine oh. him crushing balls over the Green Monster? But, but, all see, right. But then I, again, like the Tulo contract is so bad that it's like. No, I think call. We, we didn't sign up for that contract. We just traded for no, it. Like, at this point, Jose Reyes. at the worst possible time. Yeah. And like at this point, it's like hope Tulo plays well because no one's taking that contract. Yeah, I don't like. How do you how do you get Tulo to play better? That's the he's getting just older. So stay, it's, I mean, he last year he had a stretch from like early May to like mm-hmm. early September where he hit well, really well. He did, yeah. This year he was just hurt all the time, so it's like maybe it's like it's kind of been his career. Though, I, right? But I mean, just like, the freak. Like who was it? Like CJ Crone was stepping on the bag. Like, oh yeah, was, yeah. I was just so angry. Like you just ruined his season. <laughs> just, you though, ruined. No, two. but like not even like they had him to play for. Just get him just to hit well. Just yeah. the last few, just so he has that. Yeah. Going into the winter. No, he blew up his ankle because Crone was an idiot. Well, that's you look at the Jays' like middle middle infield. You could say it's the same thing with Devin Travis, right? They're just like yeah. Two, the middle infield the can't most, stay healthy. Yeah, injury prone. Uh, baseball players, players there. I saw I saw something on uh, Sportsnet. Not to not to slander Rogers anymore, uh, but uh, anymore. Speak for <laughs> yourself. I love Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing their roundtable with the Blue Jays experts, and like uh, they, I forget which expert said uh, bringing in this player would help them, but they said uh, uh, Profar Jerkson. Oh. Profar with Tex- Jerkson, Texas, Great Texas name. Rangers. Uh, good old Dutch boy. Was he the guy that celebrated uh, too hard on a single in the World Baseball Classic and got thrown out from the outfield? No, quite I, possibly. I Do you remember that when? Uh, or was that they, Didi? They, well, I know Rufin or Dior hit. A was it Didi? The Puerto Rico got the ball in, or was it yeah. Dominican? Really okay. quick, and somebody tagged him while yeah, it was he was Puerto Rico celebrating with the dugout. Netherlands and Puerto Rico. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was one of them. Man, that World Baseball got Yadier Molina just with a gun. Yeah, oh, he, yeah, it was pro far. Yeah. yeah. It was pro because he was just like pounding his chest, and then Buddy just tagged him on the shoulder. Hey, you're mm. out. Hey, hey, but I mean, could you imagine that? Man, you guys are really selling the, <laughs> selling people on this idea, Tyler. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm not. I, I'm just saying. Imagine adding Profar to the DL Gong Show that is oh. Troy Tulowitzki and Devin Trav. That's where the and the thought just, process the was going. Thing that made got it well worse was topic. like Darwin Barney <laughs> and Ryan Goins got. A healthy amount of Ryan yeah. Owens was great. No, no, Ryan really, not great. Not, not. Not. I don't want to see him anywhere near this team next year because <sighs> it's, first it's of gonna all, happen. First of yeah, all, yeah, he's gonna be here. Listen, he's gonna play his, ninety games for sure. His, his defense guy, is not as good as every game. His defense is not as good as people think, and his offense, his crappy offense, the shred of production that he got was with runners on base. We Something that is not a skill that can be repeated. <laughs> we. So if you want to keep him next year just because of that. Are you kidding me? I didn't hey, say Rich, he. Richard, that I didn't say he was good. Richard, I'm no. just saying. Just listen. Listen to these words. 
starting middle infield of Ryan Goins and Rob Refsnyder. Listen to these words. Oh. <laughs> another team to watch. Um, uh, the Can I just talk about Goins gets me heated because it's like he's loved by the country. This by the country. This is how bad the Blue Jays season was for the last like two months of the season. Whenever you watch the telecast, Buck Martinez and Pat Tabler, all they could talk about is what a great season Ryan Goins was having. Just because and his career high nine listen, home runs. I, when, I believe. Well, hold when, on. It was because of what he was loaded, doing. Bases loaded. That's so. That's our when you're hitting position. with the bases loaded. <laughs> It's not because you're a good hitter. It's because they don't want to walk you. Yeah. And they, they don't want to walk you isn't because well. you're a good player. It's because the bases are loaded. Yeah. yeah. Because the people in front of you have done Hitting it. with <laughs> runners in scoring position, yeah. just like that fluke of you, isn't repeatable. You can't just say, oh, he did well. No, it's not like it's like – like, that's, but that's where I think that's where people in baseball are realizing that these hold you – know, hitting for average, hitting with runners in scoring position – it's more. It's not just about what you do. It's about what your team does, and I mm-hmm. think that's where the whole getting on base has been yeah. proven to be and a better way to judge your team based on than oh, are they hitting with guys with the bases loaded? It just doesn't work. I'm sure that Darwin Barney is a great guy. I'm sure that Ryan Goins is a great guy. But get them the hell off of this team. Give me back Brett Lowry. I don't care. Oof. Watching those two guys talk about injury prone. <laughs> those two guys start regularly. You know what? Can I just look up their stats and then we'll. No, let's just not look up the stats. Let's, let's look up possible replacements. We're, we're, we could go Guriel. a whole two hours just talking about it. Guriel is a utility infielder, so I'm suggesting that we start him at both second and shortstop. At the same in. time? Yeah. <laughs> but I thought they were going to also <laughs> try him. I base. thought they were going to try him in the outfield, too. Yeah, he can play He can play all three. He'll play kind of a rover. You start him in behind second base, and then if it's a slow grounder, he has time to run all the way around. Because we also know is going to get injured. So Guriel can do second, short, and outfield. And think, the team will save money. All the money that you save, you can get grass. Okay, we grass. just saved the blue chips. Oh, wow. Let's not really, Shout out let's Western. Not, let's not go. Money-saving uh, strategy for the Blue Jays, rip the dome, the, the roof of the dome off and sell sell the scrap metal. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> how you... Who the yeah, fuck would yeah, buy yeah, that? Could <laughs> you imagine? Wow. a lot of metal in that if, roof. Metal money. If somebody buys that, that's it's like, like you have 40 to year old. Them to the that's like that's how a murderer. How, how, how old is that metal, Tyler? I don't think it considers... <laughs> yeah, I just got some Rogers Center roof in my house. You want to come see it? Fuck that. <laughs> just take it down to the scrapyard. It'll um, be fine. What... I think we'll, we'll discuss this, I think, when we go uh, next week. Ryan but. Howard's a free agent. Let's get him. No. Yeah, I think, I think, it's just, I think this is a perfect time to end the podcast. Former MVP. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think we'll, we'll – Richard, we'll, do you know how to scout talent? <laughs> no. Ryan Howard's a stud. I've been, I, I've, I told everybody I know that this team was going to win the World Series. I, def- I can't scout talent. Man, I think <laughs> we definitely need to get Keegan on here. To our, our starting infield cool. of cool. Brett Laurie, Ryan Goins, Rob Ref Snyder, and Ryan Howard. GG. Oh, wow. that would be – this is my lad. This is my last appearance on this podcast. I just want to tell you guys I had fun. No, it's not. He'll be back next week. Um, okay. Uh, speaking about next week, I think this is a perfect way to end the podcast because we don't want to be going on forever. Although we could go on How forever. How long have we been on for? Oh, we've been on for a while. Uh, yes. unfor- I wonder if it's nighttime outside. Nice. Yeah, it's probably dark out. Uh, well, I mean, we're stuck inside of a studio, so we don't really know no what windows. it is Thanks. like outside. That's not, that's not how radio studios work. They're always not going to get there. But... Uh, I think just natural light would be nice. We you used to be able to follow the podcast on SoundCloud, but guess what? We have moved to Block Talk Radio. Uh, the guys at Fansite have uh, set us up with a brand new shiny account over at Block Talk Radio. 
So uh, please look for the link uh, to find us on Blog Talk Radio. If you want to follow the podcast, just check out the Tip of the Tower account on Twitter, at Tip of the Tower. Uh, we are also on iTunes, so you can find the podcast on iTunes. Check out my mixtape, too. Thanks. That, too. Yeah, Richard's That is not on iTunes. Great mixtape. But. but you can also follow these lovely gentlemen. Uh, we are going to start with Austin Owens, at underscore Austin Owens. Don't do that. I'm a poor then we got Then we got Tyler. Oh, your Leafs, ta- Leafs is great. Uh, but then we got Tyler Partridge, at Tyler Partridge 1. Is yeah. there another Tyler Partridge that we just don't know? You're automatically the yeah, second Tyler Partridge. Tyler Tyler Partridge at Tyler Partridge. Um, he's actually a good fellow. He says a lot <laughs> of really wait, risky wait. things. Um, I'm gonna search up. I'm gonna search up him? the original Tyler. I, would, so, I well, would recommend it. Also follow me. Uh, okay, so no, follow Tyler, Tyler Partridge. Ty- Tyler Partridge? Oh, of course. I follow all the Tyler Partridge. I'm gonna follow Tyler Partridge There's right 12 now. Twelve of us. Tyler That's has great. a lot of follower follows on Twitter, so he's probably. Following half of the Tyler Partridge. The vast majority of my followers are Tyler. So make sure it's he just took the name. He doesn't even have any tweets. Just make sure you yeah, have. He does have one follower now. <laughs> just, <laughs> just make I sure. I like the raunchy uh, tweets and. Just I'm not so, there. so make sure Tyler Partridge one. Uh, you can find Richard his glorious Twitter account at R Lee Sam. I don't even tweet to be honest. I don't oh yeah. Just so you tweet. know, the original Tyler Partridge now has one follower, and it is I. <laughs> Okay, well there we go. Uh, maybe some people need to help and give that Tyler some follows, and yeah, then you can. I, find I thought he followed too. me back there. It wasn't him. <laughs> and, then, and then you can find me at d underscore morisuti two s's two t's. Some people get that wrong sometimes. But oh, yeah, what an easy name to spell. <sighs> it's Italian. What do you want? Um, you want to fight about it? Okay, uh, but just make sure you lo- listen to the uh, podcast on Block Talk Radio and on iTunes. We will be back next week. Looks like we're not done with this Jays talk or any of the talk. So no, I will fight you have to come back to you guys. If you said that Ryan Gowen should be on this team, <laughs> we're, we're gonna have throwing hands. We might actually have guys. We might actually have to ca- ca- kidnap Richard. Get oh, back on this Tyler podcast. Purchase has two followers. All right, thank you guys, and we will see you next. Week.
Thank you guys, and we will see you next week.